Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Awesome. You can be mean. Shit. (laughs) Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Uh, you're fresh off uh, an Owen Benjamin show on Monday. Yeah. I want to hear more about that on Sunday, but it sounds like it was pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. And I like chatted with Owen for a few minutes. I met a yeah. ton of people that like the podcast and the show. Like people were coming up to me. They're like, you do that thing with Matt Christensen. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad they have their priorities yeah. in order. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the picture. He's like a foot and a half taller and than you And in that probably. picture, I was wearing five inch wedge heels. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. He I'll, I'll really show the picture on Sunday so people can see how monstrous this man is. I'm sure yeah, a lot of people know. Yeah, he's giant. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, welcome to the call-in show. I can see we already got a lot of people lined up, so we'll have to keep people on track uh, as usual. Three-minute limit per call or whatever Blonde says. Hopefully, uh, she'll keep people on track. Um, if you're new to the show, there is a link to the Discord server on which we host the show. That's in the video description. Hop in the server. Put your name in the roll call. That's how we know who arrived first. We go on a first-come, first-serve basis. Patrons of either myself or of Blonde or of the podcast, get priority. So if you are a patron of any of those particular projects and you're not marked in the server with the pretty orange patron font, send us a message on Patreon. We'll get that taken care of for you. If you'd like to contribute to the show, but you can't do it live, we do take uh, email questions. we got a handful of those to get to at the end of the show tonight. That's uh, beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. We also take a brief uh, video submissions. If you have a um, an audio question you'd like us to play, upload it unlisted to YouTube. Send us the link. We'll play the audio on the show and respond to it. Try to keep it to a minute or less if you do. Uh, other than that, we do take super chats in between callers. So that's all I got. I think that's all the rules. Yeah. Um, and my sister's getting a golden retriever puppy that's a girl. So if anybody mm. has any girl names, let me know. Let me know in the live chat. You guys are always filled with good ideas. Nothing racist, please. I was looking for a rim shot because I was just going to say the obvious joke. What a bitch. <laughs> you did okay, not Tim, deserve that. Tim's up. Of course I do. That's male privilege. Tim's up first, although he bent the rules a little bit. But I'm going to give him a break. But he is muted, so we'll let him hang out. Other than that, we got Josh and Jess. Oh, some good ones in there. You guys are the best. But I don't see Josh and Jess in the waiting room. So Josh and Jess, if you're hanging out, hop in one of the waiting rooms I can play in. Tim, you're good to chime in if you're ready. Tim? I see Tim lighting up, but I don't actually hear Tim. You don't hear him, do you? Nope. Hmm. Let's try Chris in the meantime. Chris, Chris you there? Hi. What's going on, man? It's been a while, has it not? Yeah, you, uh, you finished up with semester or what? Uh, yeah, I finished uh, at the beginning of May and realized that I am wasting money, so oh. no longer going back. All right. Yeah. Devin Mullen, you put out a really good video with Tom Woods today about this. Yeah, well, it's one of those things, because I was, I was going for a degree with film and production, so essentially all the behind-the-scenes stuff that you guys do with your show is kind of what I was learning. 
and I took those type of classes. I'm sure much more skilled than our, than yeah, our set. Yeah, but by this the kind way. of stuff that you can basics. learn. You can For learn sure. I got on the basics of it. Yeah. But then I was going to have to take classes on media ethics, mm. the history of mass communication, Ugh, suck my balls. mass communication law, film criticism. All of these, all of these classes where I'm like, okay, I could be somewhat interested in it. But why do I need to learn this for the degree that I'm planning on getting when I can just go to a local radio or TV station or just yeah. hire myself out with the skills that I already know? Yeah, that's totally so, true. And they talked about this in the podcast today, but um, you can just build your portfolio using, using Freelancer. And oh, if yeah. anybody hires you, they're not going to give a shit if you went to college. It's not like you're going, you know, you're going to be a lawyer where you have to have it. You just be like, oh, yeah. look at my portfolio of all the impressive work yeah. I've done. I can yeah. say for sure if we're ever in the position to, to hire some help, which, you know, I keep saying hopefully at some point we will be, One day. I would definitely look at demonstrable skill set as opposed to like college degree. I would not I, yeah. even look at college degree. I wouldn't hmm. even check and, if they had graduated from high school, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. Hmm. Most of the, and most of the stuff with the, the degree that I was going for, um, it was like, again, it's just, I just needed to learn the very basics of like audition or just any sort of audio engineering or video engineering or anything like that mm-hmm. and just know how to do it. And then yeah. I can just learn on my own. So Yep. I'm happy, but now it's it's crunch time because I don't have a job. I'm moving back down to where I was going to school because mm. I have an apartment set up with a bunch of friends of mine, and I don't have a job down there. So yeah, needless to out. say, yeah, needless to say, I'll figure it out. But it's one of those where it's like, okay, it's uh, it's crunch time. It's time yeah. to adult. And when when you take on a project for yourself uh, and you don't really have a boss or any management, there's there's kind of a thrill in forcing yourself to work. So. You know, yeah, that's that's the challenge you have to take on is being yeah. is being motivated and, and holding yourself to a certain schedule and being disciplined and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, indeedy. And you can either be like Skag and be diligent about it and work really hard or be like me and just half-ass it and then marry well. <laughs> and wait for one of those guys to show up and <laughs> offer you a deal to co-host a podcast. Yeah, really. Yeah. We got to yeah. give you the boot though, Chris. Any final thoughts? Uh, okay. See you then. Thanks, man. <laughs> Bye. Good luck with the project. Yeah. I, I shall. Tim, you there? I think Tim's maybe having some uh, technical difficulties. Uh, Tim, if you can hear me, and this goes for everybody too. Generally, computers work a little bit better on Discord than mobile. Mobile will work, but if you've got a laptop or a desktop with a mic, that's ideal. I'm just speculating maybe he's uh, having a mobile issue. Josh and Jess. Yay. What's going on, guys? Sorry, I forgot to put myself in in one of the waiting rooms. That's all good. We got you now. What's up, you guys? Not much, not much. I was just trying to think of uh, think of something to talk about. I don't actually have anything prepped and ready to go this week. Well, then pregnancy it is. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I actually had questions. Did you have any extremely early pregnancy signs? Um, I don't know, because I pretty much took a test like the day after I missed my period. The day so... after you missed your period, you say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that that is kind of as early as you can test for it. Yeah, yeah. Not nothing, nothing extremely, extremely early. And I know that like two or three weeks of waiting is just hell. I know it is. <laughs> well, are I've you, talked to a lot more? of people. I've talked to a lot of people that are like, I knew right after that I was pregnant. And then I've talked to people that that are like, I had missed like several periods before I realized that I was pregnant. Hmm. I'm just curious oh, yes. for for no specific reason. I'm just wondering. Can't, can't imagine why you'd be 
thinking about. <laughs> I know. I know. I, my sister's like, you know, you're going to force yourself into a hysterical pregnancy if you don't stop. <laughs> stop. Stop reading the internet. Yes. Just get off the internet and stop worrying about all this. I'm like, fine. Okay. I, yeah. I had to tell my wife the same thing. She was, uh, she kept freaking out. Every time she would have her period, she'd be like, I'm not going to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Matt's Matt's got his um Rebecca hey, sports his... face on. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt, we'll stop torturing so, you. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm fine. Sunday or last Wednesday, uh, one of your super chatters said that they write smut freelance. How exactly I remember someone saying that. that? Yeah. I'm right now. Who pays you for that? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Patreon, I, I did before I started my channel. I I knew I wanted to um do freelance work, so I had an account on Freelancer, and one of my first assignments that I could get was to write descriptions for like a sex toy website. Wow! It was wow. like one of ten jobs I got. So like somewhere out there, there's like a bunch of descriptions about your butt pleasure and stuff written. And by you wrote mom. these? Yeah, I mean, I I made like two hundred bucks to write. 40 just where can we find these i mean they're gone i have no i don't have an account ah, anymore. Damn yeah. it. it was on like upwork or something like that all right but that's probably what he's talking about he probably like does ghost writing on yeah, one yeah. Of these freelance websites hmm. interesting i'll have to check it out because i have a lot of free time so <laughs> not a lot of money <laughs> i love right. freelancer i made money that way so thanks guys bye guys have a good night have a great night Tim, you can chime in if you're able. We'll let him hang out. That Deadeye guy is up next. Deadeye guy, you there? Hey, what's going on? Hi. Doing all right? What's on your mind? So I'm sure you guys probably haven't been tracking. Blood doesn't play games, and Matt isn't really much on PC. But uh, you've been uh, seeing what's going on with Steam at all? I did hear the, the latest video game controversy i saw was the one about school shooter or whatever oh the game yeah was. yeah i heard about that uh, uh, and i know steam was a like people were were throwing you know heat at steam no pun intended i guess but people were mad at steam for yeah. for, for planning to host this game so it's a very a very high level description is that steam is it supposedly was supposedly cracking down on adult themed games and ones that are like purposefully being like just the edgiest of edgelords. Yeah. And that included like fucking like Japanese, like visual novels that have sexual themes related to them. Yeah. Previously there was like this dark black and white, I mean, dark and theme, but it was like a black and white game that the the premise hatred. That was the one that was controversial before this too. How do they draw the line between like what's gratuitously a mass shooting and what's just like a, regular call of duty or gears of war game well right and that's kind of the, the thing well steam came out with a or valve i should say came out with a statement basically saying that we're not going to limit steam when it goes on the store except yeah. in extreme cases where it's like okay this user is calling his game like some super like super crazy racial epithet you know or what if, about if, school shooter because didn't they didn't they dump that i don't think they did actually oh i thought they did no, and then also, or if it's illegal, but I don't even know how a game would be illegal. And the outlets, yeah. the video game outlets, are like just going ape shit over it. Like uh, Ben Kuchero over Polygon wrote this article. that's like, oh, I guess we don't have to have responsibility for Ugh. our platform. Yeah, do you about. think you think political journalists are the worst? Step into the gaming world no, of journalism I, for a second. Like, my God, my primary yeah. hobby, and we have the absolute yeah. worst human beings that can, like are supposedly our voices uh, yeah, of our consumers. Yeah. 
But uh, it, it's just cringy, and like it got posted today, and it's like, wow, Polygon is coming out saying that Valve is like doing us a disservice by letting us choose what we want to buy. Yeah, what the hell? Why do why are people so eager to have your entertainment cho- choices chosen for you? That's so dumb. Yeah, it's like, I would I, I want, want to make those my... decisions for myself, even if I see some offensive shit sometimes. Exactly. I don't want what I can buy or play as an adult curated by corporate overlords by either Polygon yeah, by a or bunch of Valve. soy boys over at uh, over in, in Polygon who think they have some virtuous authority to decide what you can consume or not. That's dumb. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I was gonna like, I had to stop myself. I was sitting at work and I just saw that like fly by my feed as I was like having a lunch break and I was like, oh yeah. god, I need to stop myself from saying something dumb on my channel Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's pretty much it. I think also, uh, I'm sure you're probably going to talk about, or if you already did, I don't think you did on Sunday, the uh, whole White House Pickles thing. The Pickles the thing? The what thing? Uh, uh, Eagles. I oh, Eagles. Them. Eagles. Um, like there's maybe, a White House Pickles situation? I, I, I kind of hate everybody in that story, yeah, so I might avoid yeah. it. That's the correct answer. <laughs> and, it's, and it's football, so I know Blonde's going to not like it. You're all dumb. but maybe we'll see how the rest of the news week goes maybe because there hasn't been a ton of like big time news this week except for the cake ruling i already talked about that right anyway all right thanks man that's all i got see ya yeah have a good night zergle hops oh my god people are so offended that i said i took this freelance job the thing about free freelance (laughs) or writing jobs is you just have to take anything you can get to build your portfolio are are they calling you a degenerate yeah yeah (laughs) like it was the only job i got at the time i just want to read them oh it was it was like 10 years ago or something Ah. yeah zergle hops to go find some smut on uh, amazon i guess (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) whatever that is first time i've heard about smut today Hmm. uh (laughs) But anyways, um, I'm glad to be back. I missed out last week. Sorry about that. But um, well, you don't have to apologize to us. But that's oh, very. That's we very we barely that. make it to the show every week. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys do it. I think it's really cool. Um, but anyways, I was going to talk about a couple things. Um, I know you guys were talking about like uh, I think last week you guys were talking about the the Tesla um, crashing into Starbucks. Uh, I don't think we talked about that. Actually, we talked about that. Yeah. Not word. Well, one of those incidences actually happened in my uh, hometown. Uh, so this was, is uh, a this is a self-driving car that we're talking about, or is this a just an electric car? Yeah, so it's like the new Tesla has the option to be autopilot. Okay. Um, and uh, I guess like the lady had parked her car, and then the autopilot turned on, and it just drove over the curb and straight into the Starbucks. Was anybody uh, hurt? <laughs> no, no and one. And Starbucks hurt, apologized right after. I'm we're, awesome. Yeah. Four homeless people and two black people lying about racism were, were yeah. killed. And I just didn't hear about it. Yeah. 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 And uh, I'm sure they did some uh, some retraining to to make sure people weren't biased against cars or things like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Parked, parked outside. And they shut all the stores down for one day. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's car right. bias training. Yes. So yeah, how, but was anybody that. hurt or anything? Did, did yeah. any other than the damage to the store? I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, no one was sitting in that area um, hmm. where the car like busted right through. But, uh, you know, at least the car did its job after it crashed, uh, which was stop. Yeah. You know, because the kid just kept on going. But fortunately, it didn't. 
And then there the, was a uh, crazy story recently too of like a guy mm. who had a fight with his family in a restaurant and just walked outside, got yeah. in his car, and like drove the car into the restaurant and Holy killed crap. his daughter-in-law and I Jesus. think maybe his wife oh also. Yeah, he's like, "Just sit down right here, you guys. I'll be, I'll be right back." And then he like got in his car and drove it into mm. the cafe or whatever. Yeah. What's what a scumbag. Yeah, I know. That's yep. uh, that's me putting that nicely too, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, what? Right. Uh, where where did this happen? If you don't mind sharing, what was this town? Los, Los Gatos, California. Oh yeah, I've been there. The Cats. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. a that's like that's, a, right. that's like Marin County, isn't it? Or is it south uh, it, of San Francisco? It, I forget. It's, it's south of San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, I've, I've I've eaten at a restaurant there, and I remember we were jokingly calling everything like the Cats. Do you know what restaurant you were eating at? Ah, uh, it was a long time ago. It, like, it could be the Cats. That that, that is a restaurant. There's a restaurant called enough. the Cats in yeah. Los Casas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and and then uh, I guess the last thing I wanted to share was um, I, I go to Una Mas frequently, which is like a burrito place hmm. down here in California. Uh, but so for for the past like three years, I've had really long hair, and I always wear it in a bun and stuff like that. And two weeks ago, I decided to grow up a little bit and like cut my hair off. No. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. You know, I needed a little bit of a change. I was getting sick and tired of it. But um, <clears throat> I uh, I came into Unamas again today, and the lady thought that I was my own brother. I came in. She's like, oh, you know, there's this guy with long hair who always gets a California burrito here, you know. <laughs> uh, Do you know him? Is he your brother? And I was like, no, I don't really know what you're talking about. And then I realized that she thought I was two different people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next time I come in, I'm going to make sure I wear all different clothing and I'm going to say my name's Brian this time. Yeah. And, uh, really try and try and fuck with her. Yeah. You really think I'm two different people. We have to give but, you the um, boot, but I have one question. Do you right. miss it? Do you miss the hair? I do and I don't. Because um, I, I really liked my hair. Uh, apparently my hair was the kind of quality stuff that uh, women were paying like three to three hundred to four hundred dollars to try and get my kind of hair, uh, <laughs> and uh, so you know I, I miss it. But it, man, it, it just got so annoying with the knots and like having to to spend so much time washing it, and you know. Yeah, yeah. I spent many an hour good. talking to my fiance about whether man buns are gay or not. I say no. I I love a good man bun, but he's like, I will never do that. I won't. Do well, that. you know, I, I, I did the, the man bun before it became. Yeah. Ah, that's right. You're your man bun hipster. Exactly. Thank so. you, man. See yeah, of course. See Have a good night. Uh, Constantine is up next. You know, Viking warriors had long hair. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I don't know. Let's see these stupid hipsters, these soy boys have given long hair a bad name and beards for that matter. But masculine yeah, men yeah, will take those things back. What's, what's on your mind, Constantine? I mean, hipsters and soy boys are the reasons I'm clean shaven and wear contacts. I know they ruin all these good things that used to make men look more masculine. Uh, yeah, yeah. This come from someone who wears a Hawaiian shirt on a daily basis, so I, <laughs> I can't say I'm much of an improvement though. But Hawaiian shirts really went away. You know, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's hanging out. Maybe he's not. I noticed Styx was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. In I did too. Today, it was strange. Yeah, I so like maybe they're coming back. Yeah. Different shirt on video. Even though these things are like ten bucks at Walmart, I have like I have no joke, like thirty of them. I collect them over the year. Hmm. I was like, got to pile up. You know, became my thing in high school. Everyone expected it. It's like, okay, fine. They're nice. They're comfy. But yeah, I, I guess I'm going to Hawaiian shirt topic. <laughs> well, did you did you call in to talk Hawaiian shirts or what? You did, didn't you? I, I mean, that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm also I'm also. Um, 
Italian. So, you know, people, you know, think I'm Cuban. So, you know, I hmm. people start calling me like Scarface High School and thought I was like, you know, drug aboard and, you know, yeah, yeah. Pablo Escobar when they called me. I, I didn't really mind. I thought it was kind of funny, but it's like, uh, okay, you're just lying to us. It was because you were dealing massive amounts of cocaine. I do you think I would be sitting here, you know, don't, would I still be in Ohio if I was dealing massive amounts of cocaine? No, that's Come a pretty on. good it's, point. It's a cover. It's a cover. It is a cover, yeah. All right, what's yeah, up, bro? You have like 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, Gay Pride Month. It, it, it's funny but sad. Oh, it is gay pride. Yeah, and I see, I see that all over everything. Yeah, ah, it's I like, thought it was extra gay around here. I forget about. <laughs> There's got to be some parade coming up in Seattle, I assume. I mean, it was like double the normal amount of rainbows, so hmm. I knew it, something was going it, on. But... Like, it's funny, it's sad, but we got to find someone to take the rainbow back. You know, make it a hate symbol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything yeah, can really. be made a hate symbol if you just try hard enough. Look it's at Pepe; true. he can be your inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Frogs yeah, will teach my, us. My goal for the month, so uh, I suppose I'll leave. <laughs> I well, I won't be satisfied until I see the HuffPost article. White nationalists are hiding under rainbow flags <laughs> on Twitter, and then I'll know Constantine made it. Good job. Yeah, totally. Yeah. My, my legacy. Yeah, man. <laughs> see and Hawaiian shirts too. Appreciate it, dude. Have a good night. Uh, we got a. Do we need a break? We good? We're good. Yama Fago. Yama Fago. Yeah. Sounds like a like a Renaissance artist or like a, like Vince Van Vince uh, Vince Van Gogh. Am I butchering that name? Why does Vincent that sound Van weird? Go, Vincent, Vincent Van Gogh. Why does that sound weird to me? It sounds like his cousin or something. I don't know. Fago. Yama Fago. What's up, guys? Hey, uh, Mr. Fago. What's on your mind? <laughs> um, I don't really have much to talk about, uh, but I did want to plug my podcast again, like I did last week. We'll allow it. <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate it. <laughs> it's uh, it's the generational gap. Uh, it's a Gen Xer and a millennial talking about news and politics and anything topical. Sweet. What'd you talk about? Uh, I assume you've done some shows, right? So, what have you been talking uh, about? Yeah, we actually just released our first episode on Saturday, mm. and uh, we covered the Roseanne thing, of course. Um, ah. So, what's your Roseanne they, take? They, um, I mean, I don't think that she deserved what she got. And, uh, I mentioned the whole, uh, you know, her haircut looking exactly, uh, or, uh what's her name? Uh, Jarrett, I guess her haircut looking oh. exactly like the female ape, uh, from the planet of the apes. That's a hate similarity. Um, yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, and so we, then we also talked about an Uber driver, uh, who shot someone in Colorado. Hmm. Um, when the, did that, when did this happen? Amendment. The Uber when? driver thing? Oh, was it this yeah. black dude and he shot an Asian dude? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this, the story got updated since I saw it because they didn't mention it. About it was this. pretty huh? new. Yeah, it was pretty new when we covered it. But uh, It was just over a dispute. Yeah, so like they sure. got an argument, right? Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it's been updated, like I said, but it wasn't clear in the article whether or not uh, he was working at the time, whether or not he was actually being an Uber driver. And so I brought up, you know, I wonder why they're implicating Uber in this if it's not clear, you know, whether he was working or not. So I thought that was kind of strange. Hmm. Huh, interesting. Yeah, and then we did some other stuff, and it, it, I think it's pretty enjoyable. Um, it was a resounding success. We have 35 views last time I looked. Uh, yeah, so they'll get was- there. <laughs> I mean, it's a slow burning podcast. Like our first podcast got like, what, I don't know, 2,000 views. 
Oh, I, I did it even get that many? I don't know. It was just a hangout in my channel. I probably had 10,000 subscribers at the time. Yeah, I know I was sitting at like 15, something yep. like that. Yeah, see, that's the thing is we're both going in cold. None of us have, you know, a, a YouTube channel already, so. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, I mean, slow build. no matter what, podcasting more than anything else is, it's consistency and you got it, you yeah. have to do it, whatever schedule you set, whether it's daily, weekly, whatever, you have to do it every Even if time. you don't feel well, even if you're yeah. low energy and everybody complains about it the entire show in the live chat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, good right now we're this. shooting for every Saturday to release an episode, and then we'll be doing it live uh, once we feel like we're getting kind of better at it. Yeah, that's kind of one thing I would advise. Um, if I could do it over again, I would have done more practice episodes. You know, really, I, I kind of like know. just diving in. Yeah, but I, but the, you know, I wasn't, I didn't know what I was doing when we started production wise, and you know. Yeah, but you but, know, that's how you learned, and now you're super good at it. So. Kinda. I'm good enough. <laughs> this YouTube thing is all about on-the-job learning. Yeah. Anyway, good luck with the show, man. Yeah, dude. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. See you. Have a good night. Sean's up next. Sean, you're good to go. Uh, hang on. Let me mute the stream. Sure. Okay. Um, well, first off, I want to say, Blonde, you're looking exceptionally hot today. Oh, Ooh, that's so, good. That, that means she uh, must be pregnant then. That's, well, I, that's where I was going with it because of, there's one thing I've learned about myself over the years is that I actually am attracted to newly pregnant women. For sure. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. I bet that's gotten you some hot water before. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> uh, but I was going to talk about the, uh, the Trump pardon of this uh, Alice Johnson check yeah i just oh, I didn't that. even hear that so was that news today uh yeah i think so um, yeah mm. yeah it was today okay so so this is the cocaine lady right right she was a big who, drug and, lord basically yeah well and that's the thing too is the way that depending on what you watch or read it reads like this poor woman just got into it because she was in bad financial straits in her middle age and you know she was you know she just got caught and she was a first-time offender but what they neglect to say is that yeah she was running like trailer loads of coke through yeah. her community i've only heard ben talk about this ben shapiro and he was pretty harsh on her so no, that's my really well if what he was saying was true like this was not a lady who like incidentally helped some drug people this was a lady who was like a, a kingpin she was like yeah. miss heisenberg if but i'm cocaine. sure she had a hard knock life or something yeah i don't know anyway <laughs> yeah, so, what, so what did what were your thoughts on it well uh Number one, just the, the differential in, in reporting on it. Um, hmm. Mike has been all over this case, and you know how they are. But, uh, yeah, always factual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then fair. everybody's saying, well, it was, the only reason he granted this pardon was because Kim Kardashian asked for it specifically because she glommed onto the Mike stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true one way or the other. But I can say the last three pardons that Trump has done have all been people of color been that interesting old black, old black boxer from like the the 40s long since dead who got uh convicted of uh kidnapping or trafficking across state lines or something like that because he was yeah. with a white woman in a hotel something completely fucked up uh and then dinesh d'souza and right. now and now this gal there was talk i saw um just saw quickly on the evening news tonight too at least Rod Blagojevich's wife is asking Trump for a, a, a commuting of his sentence. Yeah. How long was why he sentenced for? I mean, that, that guy sucks anyway. Yeah. Why on earth would Trump even entertain that one? Why, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's always, 
you want to talk about like corrupt Illinois politics, Rod Blagojevich is your poster guy. Right, and he's, he's a pretty hot wife, pardoning. though. Is she? I don't know. Let's take a look. She's pretty like. hot. I said pretty hot. Yeah, well, yeah. He's, a, he's another one of those weird looking dudes with the weird hair helmet sort of haircut. Planet yeah. Sort what? Of thing. Yeah. This he's chick a is. Pretty good the, beard. Are we thinking of the same person? Let me Google this. This is the plainest lady ever. I mean, there's nothing wrong with her, but. Uh, how do you spell his last name? Oh, there it is. Blago Jevich, basically. <laughs> Blago Jevich, eh? Yeah. yeah. But giving him a pardon would be like giving Eric Holder a pardon, which why on earth would Trump do that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what his sentence was. I don't know how it compares to the crime, but what he did is pretty bad, and it would also—it seems like it'd be politically unwise for Trump too. I don't know. Nope, I was incorrect about this. They look like brother and sister. So you were thinking of somebody what else? Was or I what? thinking about? Hold on, I need to look at this article now. Anyway, you got any closing about... thoughts on uh, on the pardon stuff? No, that was it. All right. Well, thank you, man. I uh, I had not heard of this before uh, before the call, so I'm gonna have to look into it. All right, on. Thanks have a good night. On. Yep, I'll catch you guys later. Who was it? Somebody else's wife was begging for Trump to pardon him. Mm. Let's see. Let's talk to Khan in the meantime. Hello. What's going on? Simona Mangiante. Mm. Okay. School is uh, interesting as usual. George Papadopoulos' wife. That's what I was thinking. Gotcha. All right. So what's going on with school? Sorry, we're 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 trying to figure out who's hot among people Trump is among the spouses of people (laughs) Trump is pardoning. Yeah. She looks. She's all right. I said pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. Right, so apparently Proceed, uh, socialism is the moral economic uh, system. Oh, boy. According says, to my, my fourth period teacher. In high school oh, or you know, what? Yeah, yeah, high oh, school. Oh, my God. See, this is the, this is, that's what's frustrating is I wish more people would oh, make the moral. Oh, are you our Washington guy? Yeah. Yeah, the moral case for capitalism should be made. That's not, really. so not only would, is it the most efficient, but it's the most moral. So apparently forcing people at point of gun to give up all their money for yeah. the greater good is a moral and acceptable thing to do in a, in a society. Yeah. Oh my God. Were people pushing back on this? Uh, I was. Uh, everybody else seemed either afraid or offended by me. Um, <laughs> I like yeah. you. And then uh, I ran into an interesting character on Twitter, as usual, uh, like the one that you saw a while ago uh, with the, the lady that blocked me, Matt. Uh, I'm trying to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I she was call, she was uh, spreading that that fake uh, quote of, of uh, Trump or whatever. Yeah. This guy says, uh, when it comes to social security, we should raise the cap on social security and start taxing Wall Street speculators point zero zero two cents per five thousand dollars. That would make okay. social security solvent without touching people making sixty thousand dollars a year or less. Is that actually true? That sounds no. hard to believe. So the but... average Wall Street hedge fund earns $1 billion, right? So let's do the math on that. Uh, that is, let's see. So $1 billion divided by 5,000. And then you multiply that by 0. 0.002. That gives you a whole 400 cents or $4 per Wall Street hedge fund. And how do we have any idea how many of these exist then? Um, not enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're um, talking can't be more than it's in the billions, billions of dollars, hundreds yeah. of billions, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming your average American citizen pays more than uh four dollars per year to Social Security. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. 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 Unfortunately, exactly. I'm never gonna get anything from it. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing that's. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the thing that sucks for our generation. Uh, like, and, uh, and even my grandparents are only gonna get a fraction of what they put in. 
Yeah. Yes, it's because baby boomers sold us out so they could get what mm -hmm. they wanted then at the expense yep. of their children. It's such bullshit. What a selfish generation. And I, I pointed this out and I was like, okay, maybe you should stop forcing people to invest in a pyramid scam at point of gun and make their own responsible retirement plans. And this person says, it's not a scam. Uh, if uh, Social Security wasn't around, all elderly people would be on the street. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh my God! These are the and, people teaching our kids. What a yeah. crock of shit! Actually, the person is a teacher. They're a public school teacher. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I, I, do you ever want to? Maybe you should record her. Yeah, I, I really should. She was trying to tell us that uh, you could buy an Air 15 for 150 bucks at your average Walmart. Go sign me up. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not yeah. Selling them anymore. Uh, I asked yeah. her which Walmart because I'm going there after school. I've got 1500 bucks, and she didn't like that comment. That's, okay. that's a hell of a deal. Yeah. yeah, I was like, sweet. Hey, if you get some good sound bites for her, I will make a video yeah. about this. I have some pretty good sound bites of uh, the Martin Luther King rally at my school from a while ago. That was uh, interesting. Hmm. Martin Luther King was yeah. never mentioned. And uh, they told <laughs> us uh, if you're white, you should never use an invention made by a black man. And if you're black, you can use anything made by a white man because white people have no in culture. In the name of anti-racism. All yeah, right. Well, this the is fascinating stuff. Yeah. We've got we to keep it moving. <laughs> yes, but if yeah. you have a closing but seriously, thought seriously, start, start getting some recordings. I, I would yeah. love to, to out some public school female teachers. That yeah, that would be, be pretty funny. <laughs> Especially the women. Especially yeah. the women. <laughs> Especially <laughs> the women, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. See, see you, man. Yeah, having a nice day. Oh my God, what a nightmare! I think Tim is hanging out again. I'm going to try Tim again. Tim, Tim, you there? Hmm. He might be having difficulty still. Let's try. E is for educate yourself. Oh, Tim, I can hear you now. Oh, can you? Yeah, yep. go for it. And then oh, E will we'll let you get next. All right. What's okay. Oh. I had no idea. But I, but I was going to say, for the record, I'm giving you this break just this once because you cheated in the in the role yeah. call. Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah, I did. So what's uh what's on your mind? I don't know. What do you know about the Battle of Lepanto? I don't know anything. I don't even know what war that's a part of. Oh uh, yeah, that's way back in 1571. Okay. Yeah, it's between the Holy League, Spain. Uh, Venice and the Ottoman Empire. Okay. And I know it's just really neat because it's one of the it was one of the biggest naval battles since antiquity. Hmm. Okay, so biggest you just mean what? Like uh the fleets, like the actual ships or like how many men or what what's the measure of big? One of the some of the most ships and one of the most important naval battles since I know some say Salamis. Hmm. How many fatalities? <laughs> the, oh, oh, I don't know. I'd have here. to check. How many, how many ships sunk? <laughs> yeah, really. Casualties, 10,000 on the Holy League side, 40,000 on the Ottoman Empire side. Ooh, they hmm. got stomped. Yeah. Yikes. Well, any final thoughts, Mr. Tim? <laughs> I don't know. Well, now, what's this battle so I can remember in the future when somebody asks me? That's like, nope, battle don't know. Of battle of Lepanto. Battle of Lepanto. P-A-N-T-O. Okay. Well, now I know. I wish I had the more you know, more you know. graphic to play. All <laughs> yeah. right. Thank you, Tim. Yep. Bye. Have a good night. That mobile e, if you're app. If you're ready, go for it. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hello. 
Um, what do you guys want to talk about? Masterpiece Cake Shop or homeschooling? Ooh, he's going to say Cake Shop, but I'm going to say homeschooling. So but I, already, I mean, I, I had my say about Cake Shop, so I, I can yield. That's fine. Oh, thank you, Matt. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I, Blonde, I think you were mentioning last week that your, your um, arguments with your fiancé about um, the potential of homeschooling. So I yeah, just I mean, to... I totally yielded on this one. I, I'm always like, you know, would they get better education if they're homeschooled? My fiance, they'd be weirdos, and then <laughs> that's pretty much the end of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I have no illusions about changing anyone's mind, but I wanted to share kind of my experience because I was homeschooled through high school. I didn't mm. go to school at all until college, um, and I would make the argument that it's completely dependent on the child uh, because. Well, first of all, yes, a lot of homeschoolers are weirdos. I grant you that. <laughs> yeah. But the whole correlation thing, I don't think homeschooling makes you weird. I think it attracts yes. people who That's are That's what I told weird. him. I'm like, I think hmm. that families that have weird dynamics and want to keep their weird dynamics private are attracted right. to homeschooling. Yeah. Because the, his argument was like, well, you know, all you see all these cases, like that family that had the 10 kids that mm -hmm. were all, he's like, well, what, all those kids were homeschooled. It's like, yeah, but, but they had abusive parents that didn't want anybody to know that they were abusing them. That's why they wanted to homeschool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I true. I forgot about I that mean, one. A lot that of weird California weird one. people <laughs> end up homeschooling. But like you said, if you uh, get them out interacting with people, my mom made us all have businesses. Uh, we would go like door to door and like mow people's lawns and stuff. And for mm. me, uh, I think there is value depending on the child, if you ask them. Uh, because for me, like I'm by nature really, really introverted. So if I had been forced to go to school, that would have been like really damaging, I think to my self-esteem and all that. Cause you know, kids are awful. Um, so homeschooling, if you put the right environment for the kid allows them to blossom at their own pace yeah and, yeah you know but it also depends on the kid because i think my two brothers might have preferred to go to school so that's my two cents but okay that's did very you get um yeah. did you get uh like any kind of did your parents put you in like clubs or activities yeah, we, or? Were, we were in church clubs we were in athletic mm. clubs like i said we had businesses so most of our interactions were with adults anyway um mm. and you learn how to interact with people i think better when you're interacting with an adult as a child we had like music lessons and all that kind of stuff so we weren't like isolated right um, but i also was not forced to you know endure the horrific atrocities of young female hmm. you know cattiness oh yeah it was terrible yeah so i don't know that's my argument but uh but i can see you know there's plenty of evidence out there for <laughs> the weirdness that's homeschooling i guess so but that's that's i'm gonna use some of that some of those arguments <laughs> <laughs> when i try to make the case again pointlessly in, in a few months we'll see anyway right. thanks for all well, have a good night. yep bye appreciate it the girls are so mean to each other steven's up next we good do we need a break or what's uh are we looking we could take a wee break okay um david harris says blonde you stole my yamaka again see i'm a learning <laughs> thought yeah uh maria jameson you can self-publish smut via amazon and make thousands doing so seriously okay, interesting maybe we're maybe in the wrong gig a, yeah yeah especially you you have the experience <laughs> i just did that one project <laughs> um cling clang booms of flavors uh just join the patreon don't have a role in discord 
Okay, send us a message. Uh, send send us a message through Patreon. I'll get that taken care of for you. Um, Bob Smith, um, Joanna, but not spelled in the conventional way, means God is gracious. Has hmm. uh, a good s mouth feel. To be gracious is to be feminine. Oh, he must mean the um, the dog name. Thank you, Bob. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, big LC. Matt and I once made love at David Hogg's house. Matt tried to take away my AR-15, but SWAT made a dynamic entry in the end, if you know what I mean. We're going to talk about that on Sunday, not Jeez. the Matt being gay thing. Yeah, uh, definitely going to talk about David Hogg getting swatted yeah. on Sunday. And you're going to say that it's wrong in all cases, and I'm going to laugh. That's what how Sunday's going to go. Swatting, swatting is fucked up. I mean, Aww. even even if, okay, first off, you're putting people in, in uh, immediate danger. But second off, you're wasting public resources. You're I know really all of these it... things are true, but I'm having a really hard time dipping into to the reserve of sympathy and compassion in my even heart David, David Hogg. Even, but I can make the argument for you that even independent of David Hogg, it's terrible. Yeah, I'm not saying it's good or I support it. I'm just saying I don't care. Remember when we watched that video of that guy getting shot because of swatting? Yeah, I remember all of this. Yes, yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah. I still, there's so little compassion in there. I need to save it for, you know. You know, do, do you know why David Hogg wasn't home? I should have saved this for Sunday to get your authentic why? reaction. But I'll just, since I teased it, I'll tell you now. David Hogg was not home when he got swatted because he was in D.C. accepting a humanitarian award. That's why he wasn't home. I'm going to really have to work on my straight face in the mirror before <laughs> Sunday show. Yeah, I should have saved it. But that's true. That's, that's. That's what he was doing, getting an award for trying to take away people's rights, a humanitarian award for trying to take yeah, away I people's know. rights. Yeah, I know. Swatting is bad. Don't, don't do swatting, guys. No swatting. <laughs> uh, dangerous spaces. Why would any media outlet talk about limiting any form of expression? There's no way limiting speech can end badly for them. Yeah, they clearly haven't thought this one through. Uh, yeah, I'm always amazed by that. Uh, yeah. Slosher says, blonde, you like man buns and guys that look like Bluto from the Popeye cartoons. <laughs> one more strike and I'm going to have to really question your taste in men. Ooh. Yeah, but my fiance is, as Gavin McInnes said, impossibly handsome. Uh, that's how Gavin McInnes said that about him specifically? Yeah, because I one time, huh. like a long ago before my channel got big, I posted a picture of him on Twitter um, where he looked like extra handsome and Gavin was like, that's a sexy dude speaking of which when is gavin gonna come on this show never I've i know just accepted it he's really busy though he's got the crtv thing i saw that he does like a, a, a round the ta a round table panel now on crtv hmm. um i don't know if he's still doing a show get off my lawn but because i'm not i'm not a crtv member are you uh next super chatter mm, yeah uh charlene i don't know i'm not a big paywall guy i mean i, I was but i'm just not a big i'm not a big paywall guy it's um, not anything. It's not anything against the people there. It's just I, that model doesn't really work for me. I love Gavin and Roman Millennial and Michelle Malkin and Crowder, but I'm still just resistant to the idea of paywalls. Hmm. Maybe I should. Um, let me know if it's worth it, you guys. If you have a CRTV subscription, uh, Charlene says Matt do one and a half girl push-ups since it's Wednesday. He's never going to do I'm a not girl. Do, I'm not starting this precedent of do actions for it's, money it's i'm sorry i can't slope. i can't i can't do that because if we start doing this too not only are you going to ask me to do some bizarre stuff but then it's just time consuming i'm doing a million actions on show and especially during the Colin show because nobody yeah. can actually watch it except for live uh but Thor i appreciate it thank you thorn parps these soy boys need to testosterone up and switch to almond milk like real alphas <laughs> yeah um, Neo Unreal has found it interesting. There's a group of Sikhs in the in the UK who do exactly what Tommy Robinson does: seek awareness, society, stand in front of courts, and aggressively report on rape gang trials. Never hmm. arrested. What a surprise! Interesting. 
You gotta keep that mic still, by the way. Sorry, God. It's gonna make noise if you're moving it around. Um, Brian G says, to be fair, he commuted her sentence. He didn't pardon her. There's a difference. Ah, yes. Okay. Uh, Red Six UA says, are you still taking calls? We are indeed, but we hardly ever get to non-patron callers, even though we act like we do. It's getting tougher. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been able to, but uh, you know, we do the best we can. Smagmasaurus. <laughs> Smagmasaurus? Gross. That's so funny. Block that person right now. No. Matt, you'll change your tune when it's you and your family being doxxed by CNN or New York Times. Um, as somebody who I'm has never been... pro-doxing. What do you mean? No, no. He's saying you'll change your tune about doxing people on the left when you've been doxxed. Oh, well, the, I can take your point. The point doesn't necessarily apply to me because I've already doxxed myself. They can't dox you if you already doxxed yourself. That's my theory. Yeah. Uh, so so what I've done is, is my, all my information's out there. I don't really care. I've talked to the police here, so I can't be swatted. And if you come to my if you come to my door uh, unannounced, you're going to get uh, an unkind greeting. That's true. Yeah. But I do remember when my family got doxxed, when I got doxxed, it was before I had released any of my info. It was a leftist um, rag called the Riverfront Times. This, yeah, this yeah. guy, Daniel Hill. I remember thinking like, like I hate this person so much that I could kill them with my bare hands. Like, and to this day, I still don't. I just still don't care. Like, what's, what's yeah. with all this having compassion for your enemies? Like, why? Well, I just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dox people in order to fight doxing. Oh, I'm not gonna not dox gonna people, yeah. but I'm also not gonna rage against people that dox leftists that have doxed people. I'm not gonna you know, like my, my principles versus you know we've we've we spoke about this on Sunday. We've been down this road before. Yeah. All right, we're good. Okay, let's talk to uh, let's talk to Stephen. Steven, you there? Hey. Hello. What's on your Hi. mind? Um, I wanted to make some clarifications about the sex cult. Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. Our sex cult expert. <laughs> <laughs> I have been following the story closely, and it's slowly hmm. losing my interest because a lot of it is repetitive. Hmm. But... Um, I get the impression that every time I talk to you guys about it, that y'all think it's, it, it consists of Minnie and Hollywood and mm. that uh, there's also some stuff I see, a lot of stuff I see on Twitter that circulates it. Uh, it says that there was sex. I mean, it, obviously there was sex trafficking, but they say child trafficking was involved and that elites like uh, the Rothschilds and the Clintons were connected. And uh, I wanted to clear some of that up. Okay. All right. As far as I can see, the the Rothschilds or any of those other elitists were not really connected to this cult. And also, I, I don't think it's in, it's indicative of or it includes everybody in Hollywood because the most famous person tied to this cult is Allison Mack. And how many mm. people uh, do you think know her by name? Yeah. I didn't even know who she was before this. To be I did honest. think that it was a lot of Hollywood people involved. And I thought that they were definitely kids involved, too. But really, my my most recent update on the story is you. I haven't been like looking <laughs> into it very much on my own. I'm like Hollywood sex cult, and then I read about it for two seconds. I'm like, eh, isn't Hollywood just a sex cult anyway? Yeah, just the branding that makes this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's really the well, yeah, the attention grabber. Yeah. Yeah, I actually kind of um, well, the branding is what made it actually like visibly criminal but it, hmm. um other than the other than the coercion and um blackmail to get these girls to have sex with the cult leader and it's apparently it had been going on for years and uh, other than that a lot of the other um crimes that were committed were most likely like uh 
you know, white collar crimes like tax evasion and uh, racketeering. Mm-hmm. So it's just they pretty are standard unique. cult stuff. Yeah, you could say that. Hmm. Oh, they haven't got to the Kool-Aid yet, though. But, uh, they're not all the way to the Kool-Aid yet as far as cult stuff yeah, goes. True. Yeah. Actually, they're, um, well, a lot of, get this, um, the word about the branding got uh, got reported by some news outlets around June of last year. And m- many of the men in the organization quit as a result of that. Hmm. So, uh, so yeah, the organi- for them. well, they don't, a lot of the people that were taking the courses didn't really, didn't really think they were in a cult or if they had been dedicated to the group for who knows how many years, uh, it's a lot of the people that, that rise higher up in the ranks that, um, that will deny that it's a cult. And apparently somebody who, one of Allison Mack's friends who was interviewed said that, uh, you had to be careful of using the word cult or else you were dead to her. <laughs> Maybe literally. We'll see. Anyway, thanks for the update. Yeah, man. Yeah. Y'all have a good night. You Use too. Well. Thanks a lot. Someone just asked when we're going to start our own cult. That's a good question. Maybe we got critical mass now. Maybe we could <laughs> convince enough of the chat to join us. Yeah. But when yeah. we kill ourselves, our we wear quest for shoes. salvation. Yeah. Cute shoes, you say? Yeah. Okay. What, what, what counts as cute shoes for a man? How am I supposed to achieve that? You can wear your stupid skater shoes. By the way, you definitely, somebody in the comment section last week was like, is this the third time that, that Matt has told Becca that he's a skater and she's been surprised? Like, you definitely have told me that before. I, I know I have. I think have, I just yeah. filed it in the back of my head so that I didn't judge you or view you differently. And so Did I just. <laughs> you judge skateboarders? What's wrong with skateboarders? <laughs> just something about like imagining you skateboarding as a teenager with those stupid shoes on. It just made me 10% No, hate. my 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 shoe choice is a lot better than some of the like terrible bulky ones of like the mid 2000s. You just wore awful. some Vans. You you've hung out well, uh what did I wear at the time? I wore a lot of Fallen's at the time. That was a little lesser known. But these days I wear a lot of Vans. I wear a lot of Nike SBs. They're pretty You've you've hung out with me in Cleveland. Did you think my shoe choice was terrible? They were just like regular I Vans. Know. I don't notice men's shoe choices so you didn't even notice so no. it couldn't have been that bad no i didn't yeah and yeah you have to uh, look for them sorry definitely, guys definitely uh respecter of wamen i think this is steph <laughs> is it? i think so hey respecter hey. hello let me just uh, oh it's not it's not steph we haven't All heard right. from steph for a little while what's on your mind what's going on big guy so i have a Ooh. couple topics that i'd like you to select from and I'd like okay. to start off with a math puzzle. So we've got the word racism, pornography in the pornography industry, or Ireland and abortion. This is like Jeopardy or something. Pick one. Um, I think the Ireland abortion thing's interesting to me. I haven't followed that that closely. Yeah, I, you picked, or I picked the last one, so let's do that. Okay. So uh, are, are any, either of you followers of the Z-Man? I know. I don't know who that is. Okay, you should check him out. He's really interesting. So one of the things that he touched on on his latest podcast was about uh, about the uh, legalization of abortion in mm-hmm. Ireland. And he mentioned this in the context of dropping fertility rates among native Irish in mm-hmm. Ireland. And he said that this recent drive, uh, and not just that, but he also put it in the context of the falling uh, identification with Catholicism in Ireland, which has classically been a very strongly religious country. And he mentioned that, uh, he made the case that this uh, sort of surprisingly sudden support for abortion is 
not in and of itself not so significant except for the fact that it portends the end of a culture that it is the Irish people essentially resigning themselves, resigning their own death warrant, uh, that they no longer care enough about their own people to continue the Irish race. They, they are, and also that there's a, there's a sort of a shift in the, uh, the time preference, so to speak, so that they don't really, they're not really concerned about preserving a future for future Irish, uh, mm-hmm. but just securing rights for themselves to be able to enjoy whatever worldly pleasures they can before they go out. How close was the election? I think it was 64. Uh, 60 as in 64 abortion legalized. But I can't remember. Okay, so 60-40? That's a pretty solid split as far as elections go. Yes. So uh, it's not too narrow. But it's yeah, still, I mean, you know, in Ireland? Come on. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was surprised as somebody who has only a surface-level understanding of this. To think that, that a predominantly Catholic place, I presume, mm-hmm. is going to be is going to vote this way. I was, that's yeah, surprising but, to you me. You know, it's a westernized country. This is a, a predominantly a western affliction. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I was curious if you agree with that assessment. This is important for the death of Ireland, essentially. That it is yeah, no but I wouldn't say on. that this is an Irish problem. I mean, millennials especially will openly choose hedonism over procreation. I mean, people people are like, you want to have a baby? Why? Just like travel with your husband and everything. It's like, yeah, but what about our legacy? What about when we're old? You know, we, our, our idiot boomer parents really screwed us. They, they didn't give us the tools that we needed to, to know how important it is to persevere, for your course, demographics to persevere. And I also hear very commonly from them this argument that we should open the floodgates to immigrants who have a high fertility rate of like two or three or four, uh, but Western women should have less children because we're going to cause a population crisis hmm. if we do. That is idiotic. It's yes, probably uh, some stupid white feminist saying that. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Want me to give you the math yeah. puzzle and then I'll head out? Sure. Sure, go for it. Okay, so uh, you guys are familiar with prime numbers, right? Sure. So prime numbers are those that, for those who don't know, those are ones that you can't divide. So for example, three and five, you can't evenly divide them into other numbers. So the fundamental theorem of arithmetic says that you can represent any number as a, as a uh, fact, uh, you can factor any number. So any number can be written as a product of primes. Now, two numbers are relatively prime if they don't share the, if they don't share prime factors. Okay. Now, here's the question. What is the probability that if you were to choose two arbitrary numbers at random, two arbitrary integers, I'm sorry, two arbitrary integer, positive integers at random, that they will be relatively prime, as in they won't have any common factors? It's a lot of Doesn't math that get for screwed a up? Because don't you aren't you dealing with an infinite numerator and denominator here? That's a very good point, but in this in this case, it actually the probability does actually converge and surprisingly involves the number pi. Weird. Yes, okay. but I will let you ponder that, and I shall head out. Oh, unfortunately, I my brain is shot to ponder that right now. I just don't understand how that would be how you could calculate probability in something that never ends. So, uh, in this case, you would have to use something called the zeta function. Uh, or okay. you would, it, 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 there's a weird <laughs> argument for it, but just think about it for a second, and then go look at Stack Exchange and get prepared to have your mind. Is the all old right. zeta function? All right, I'll, yes. I'll check it out. Thank you, man. Yes. I feel like that uh, yeah. meme with you know all the triangles and the confused-looking woman. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the image of you trying to figure out if you're pregnant. As I said, <laughs> that's, that's a daily peek into your life right now. Okay. Oh, it's true. Uh, cocky Corvid or cocky? I misread that as cocky. It's cocky Corvid. 
Yeah, we're getting to that time of night. We're not even an hour in. I already feel like my I'm mentally. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I called you cocky. Names in the live chat. Thanks, guys. Time? I thought I thought you guys would be excited to hear from me. Come on. No, I it's am. I just mistakenly called you cocky, Corvid, instead of cocky. Okay, that that Freudian slip. Yeah, that's fighting words. Oof. No. Uh, a uh, greetings, guys. Glad to be on. Um, this week, you know, previously we talked economics. So this week, uh, the the topic's going to be uh, medicine. Specifically, okay. red pill dosing. Hmm. I think I OD'd my friend on red pills. Okay. Uh, have you guys had that experience? How's he before? doing? Yeah, definitely. Blonde OD'd on black pills. I, I did. Think. I yeah. did. Which I dole out sparingly because I don't want anybody to die just from being in my presence. But I have had some friends where I've like issued some, especially demographic red pills. And, you know, I, t- I talked to them a few weeks later and they're like, just what's the point anymore, man? Like, like what's the point? <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I probably should have <laughs> doled these out in smaller, smaller pieces. Pretty much my experience. I have, I have a really close friend, and he's, he's, you know, we're we're both Catholic, we're conservative, you know, guys like sports, whatever. And then I, I've been getting more political, and I keep, I've been just, I thought I was kind of slowly feeding him red pills, but then. He just like called me out of the blue a few days ago. He's like, "What are we gonna do? I don't, <laughs> no, I don't know. There's Muslim rape gangs, Joe. There's Muslim yeah, rape man. Gangs. It's yeah. like it. he's, he's freaking out. So how do you guys get yeah. this done with your friends? I need to take notes. Everybody just freaks out and calls me a racist and leaves my life. <laughs> um, I slowly at first and then quickly. And Black Pigeon yeah. speaks also. Like I've I've gotten a lot of people just from uh watching um women ruin ruin civilization some of his earlier videos are are, are, all of his videos are excellent but like some of those earlier ones like really pack some red pill punches maybe i should just do that maybe i should defer to other people's words instead of my own well that that's really helpful because then it creates this um perception that you're in a much larger group yeah maybe that's it maybe that's the reason it works party buffer a third party kind of book. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you're, yeah. you're not just like lecturing them. Yeah. Yeah. Stefan Manu's help too. Yeah. Well, I try to, my, my approach, I don't, I don't feel like I lecture people. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm obviously biased in my perception of this, but my approach is mostly just asking people questions like, well, if you believe that, have you considered this kind of counter piece that yeah. would challenge you? I mean, there's a place there. for that too, but you're also yeah. by doing that, not establishing your authority. Hmm. So then why are they going to listen to you? I don't know. I usually like to, I think people get really annoyed with me because I kind of like to ask questions and sort of poke holes in their perspective. But I think they, they just get pissed off. Even though I'm not trying to like take an affirmative position, I'm just trying to challenge them on some of their, their, their worldviews. Well, maybe you need to take an affirmative position. Yeah, but they don't like that because they think it's racist and Nazi. Yeah, but it can't be any more annoying than somebody just using the Socratic method. Yeah, but the Socratic method makes the world go around. It's sweet. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, your friend will get over it. I mean, that's how it, how it goes. Like, hmm. like you get red pilled and you think that the world's just going to fall apart imminently, and then you kind of deal with that, and then you start looking for solutions. That's just hmm. the way the way people get work. I mean, yeah agree with you too i think you, I, obviously there's there's always hope and stuff it's just funny to because i've never seen someone like od on red pills but he yeah just, yeah no that's <laughs> good i'm glad you really did you're, you're like a young guy too right eyes. i think we talked about last time yeah you're yeah guy, I, you know? we're both in our 20s or like yeah good you're, you're doing the world of service congratulations yeah, totally. now you got to work on the women though the that's whammy. the challenge yeah well no and that's that's it yeah he's he's gonna get married soon so yeah he oh, just gonna start preaching to his uh yeah, we need to start converting. It's it's all it's all true. It's all true. Speaking Women, 
take the shapes oh, no, of the containers that they're put in. I just want to reiterate that they're women are a liquid. It, they are. Yeah, philosophical blame, liquid. Easy to blame the women, but uh, ultimately, there's even studies on this. You know, if if men uh, act high testosterone, men are around women, they act more feminine. It's all it's all hmm. there. The studies are there. I believe it. All right. Well, thank you, man. Thanks. Need to talk. Take care, folks. Bye. Have a good night. He sounds like unstoppable. Yeah, he kind of does. We haven't heard from Unstoppable for a while either. Yeah. I hope he wasn't stopped. <laughs> Boo, that was what's lazy. A, what's on your mind, Shade? That was a 7 p.m. Hey, joke. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, one quick question. If this is too personal, you don't have to answer. But when you had to write up the descriptions for those toys, <laughs> did you just make shit up? Yeah, yeah. And then I had to do a lot of Googling because I didn't know what a lot of things were. Like that world has gotten so weird. Like there's a sex store um, around here and they like display things on the walls and you can see when you walk by. And last week I walked by and I was like, I don't even know. I feel like my mom. I'm like, I don't even know what kids are doing (laughs) these days. It's like a whole new world of weird sex stuff. Do you remember anything interesting that you learned? I mean, I don't know. I guess the, everybody's way more sexually degenerate than I thought. Hmm. Pretty awesome. That's how you. That's how you earned your first two hundred bucks in writing, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was the only job that I got. I got chosen for. It was really a, kind of a bummer. But two hundred dollars yeah, is two hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, money's money. Yeah. I mean, use a proper soundboard. I think I've, I've I've seen a peek at some of the live streams that when you play sounders, you use YouTube, don't you? Uh, yeah, I have basically have a playlist in front of me. So I had the same thing I used to actually play clips on the podcast. I actually just have a list of like, you know, a whole bunch of, uh, of clips that I can play at any time. Okay. Using the soundboard, man. It's, it's a lot more clean. Yeah. But the thing is blonde has to hear it too. That's what makes it difficult. So it can't just be, can't just be local audio. It's gotta be shared audio. So what we use is actually a, a, a system that plays video clips for both of us together at the same time. Yep. And it works. It's not, it's not ideal. It'd be time. it'd be great if we had a producer, but you know, goals. So. Goals, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It'd be well, even more ideal if we had shared studio space. But I'll have to convince Blonde to move here for that to happen. We'll I'll see. just have to keep telling her Bozeman is ninety six percent white, which is even <laughs> more white than Coeur d'Alene. Ninety five percent white. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. But anyway, thank you, man. Thanks. I just I wanted to bounce off a real quick um abortion argument I, okay. it was, it was as a in bigger thing pro-choice or pro-life i've been going back on this my own self for like a, at least four or five years and i, I mm-hmm. switch every few months i feel like at this point and so most is when i hear people complain or make the argument that abortion isn't a life and so Ugh, i was listening worst. to ben shapiro one day and he's he was talking about like the left doesn't understand facts you have to put things in the in the form of a story hmm this hypothetical story, and I haven't found anyone who can do anything to it yet. And I think it definitively, it definitively like, kind of makes the argument, particularly to leftists, right? So the story is that there's a man and a woman, they go to a restaurant, and the woman tells the man that they're really happy that they're going to start a family because, you know, they just got married. And a waiter overhears this, and he's really vindictive, evil guy. He crushes up an abortion pill, and he puts it into a drink, and consequently, she has uh, a miscarriage. And she's terminated say that the waiter admits to what he's done 
mm-hmm. and say that prove that the that abortion pill caused that miscarriage, right? Like, what crime did the waiter commit? Yeah, I mean, I would argue that that that's a murder, but I also um, I see the point you're trying to make. I mean, this is all. Um, totally displayed in that case we were talking about last week where the uh, husband's wife baby trapped him and then he crushed up an abortion pill and put it in her drink. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, I I think that's straight up murder. I guess the pro-choice people would argue, like, you don't have a right to, you can't do that because it's not your body. Like, her body is what makes the distinguishing difference. Yeah, but I think that's stupid because I think once you have, once a fetus is forming, that their body although growing inside your body is autonomous to some degree. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, when you try to take the Liberty angle on this is like, does the fetus have a right to your body? I mean, I, I, I will acknowledge that I'm, I think I'm drifting more pro-life yeah. than, than previously, because I just can't deny the biological realities and the life that is at stake. Right. I mean, there's a but, heartbeat, you know, I, I think after like, five or six weeks you know the baby has little fingernails it it's a it's clearly a little person to be like this is a clump of cells until you know the baby's out of the out of the body that's insane to me that's just an insane perspective what do you think before we give you the boon well the last thing i want to say is despite that i'm actually i'm pretty hard pro-choice now and Hmm. i'll explain why later maybe another week or something yeah yeah it's a difficult it's a it's a dense topic obviously so we'll probably have to save it for another call Sounds good, man. Thanks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Justin Trudeau is a faggot. Copyright is this guy's, is this guy's uh, name. Are you there, uh, Mr. Trudeau? <laughs> What's on your mind? Oh. Mute your stream. You might be listening to the stream. He'll do it in seven seconds. Yeah. Can you hear yeah, me now? Your, Mute yeah. your stream, yeah. We, we can right. hear you fine. All right. So I'm sure you know where that came from, right, Blonde? What? Uh, Justin Trudeau is a faggot. Oh, the Copyright. Owen show, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so what did you oh, think yeah. of it? Yeah, what did you think of it? It was good. That that opener was really unfortunate. I thought he was going to bomb hard, and so I was like, this seems like a good time to go to the bathroom. Uh, yes. But, um, but otherwise, I thought it was really good. I met a lot of people. It was, it was fun. I had a, had a good time. What did you think? I was just fantastic. I mean, a lot of good jokes. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, he's huge. Uh, he's, yeah. He could be a middle linebacker or something like that. Yeah, right? he really is six foot eight. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, really enjoying. I really enjoyed. Did we it. meet each other there? Yeah, later uh, after after the show. Oh, cool. Were we standing that. in line to meet Owen? Uh, no, no, I, I didn't uh, get a chance to meet him, but uh, I had a uh, kind of get out. Uh, before that, so yeah. Gotcha. Well, good. I'm glad you had a good time. It was a lot of fun. It, it was. It was. Um, so, got a question for you, Matt. So, um, have you ever been to to PAX? I have not. No. I there were a couple of years I wanted to go when I was more into video game stuff, but I never did. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to be going. Actually, I'm the reason I'm going is because my son wants to go. So it's a Kind of a, a mutual kind of uh, when when is experience. it? You're, it's you're, a, you're talking about the Seattle event, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Liberty Day weekend. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I still would have casual interest in going to an event, sure. but you know, these days it's like, I don't know, it's kind of far away. It's uh, it's a lot of money, and it's, it, for some reason, it's like weirdly expensive to fly to Seattle right now. Like, Why? even though it's a two-hour flight from here, 
like of all the cities I can go to easily, like one one flight. Seattle's super expensive for some reason. That's that's kind of strange. I think it'd be pretty cheap, but whatever. Yeah, it's. I don't know why it's so expensive. Last I was looking, it was like seven hundred bucks. It's because this is such a great place to be. <laughs> They're trying to Lovely. do you a favor and price you out of it. Yes. So you don't go there. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. Well, thank you. Thanks for the thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, 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 two questions. Uh, actually, beyond that. Uh, so, two questions. Yeah, two questions. If you can fit it in. Um, I, can you fit it in, Matt? <laughs> Matt's like, yeah, get it in there. Okay, okay. okay. Right. So, um, what do you think of the Slovenian elections that just occurred recently? Have you heard about that? What election? The Slovenian elections. Slovenian. Yeah. I heard some Only like right wing party won, but yeah, that's about all I know. That we're having um, an Italy situation on our hands. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. The uh, the Anagar mission, and immigrants, uh, conservative uh, party won. Hmm. So. Yeah, I, I think it's That's kind good. of good. I mean, we'll see, but you know, these governments clearly can't be trusted. Look what happened in Italy. Uh, next question, go. We got to rapid fire these. Okay. All right. So just one on one is, uh, I guess, have to do with. Uh, did you talk about the the baker? The yeah, I uploaded on it that? today. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so I my all my thoughts are there. I think, you know, I went over ten minutes on that one. So I I. I said pretty much everything I need to say about that that okay. garbage decision okay. from Kennedy but yeah I mean g- good ultimate decision poor reasoning that sets no precedent and that's where I stand yeah basically well, that's it, was, uh, that's it the, wasn't a decision at all I think they didn't they just yeah they, they, they totally didn't actually make a decision about it, it was just clear it's like how can we get out of this without actually saying anything right uh, they were they they, they, were, they didn't respect his religion enough all right cool case closed yeah yeah, yeah. 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 thanks for calling dude Thanks. God, I thought that was so cringy that like Kennedy actually went through the stupid commissions meetings and was like, at one meeting, a guy said religion sucks. Like, who gives a fuck? What? What am I reading right now? I couldn't believe it. Ugh. Okay. Raggle Fraggle. Raggle Fraggle, you're good to go. Mike is muted, though. So let me hang out a sec and talk to Yoda. Yoda, you ready? Either one of you guys can chime in if you're if you're set. Regal, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Go for it. Okay, so, Blonde, well, last week you answered a mail in or an email question where you were uh, you basically answered that monogamy was the natural state for human interaction or marriage. What was it? Relationships. Remember that question we got that was kind of um it was an argument about Oh, poly- the argument the s- for polyamory. That's right. Yeah, 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 it was it was uh yeah. We were talking okay. about monogamy and polygamy. Right. Okay, so what makes you think that it's the natural state of human beings to be monogamous? Well, there are lots of huge consequences for promiscuity and people generally turn out more well-rounded when they are raised in a household with married pair bonded parents so men you know they obviously want to spread their seed they want to be promiscuous but if we were supposed to be promiscuous if that was the natural state of being stds wouldn't be rampant women wouldn't be emotionally damaged for promiscuity our society wouldn't be falling apart so i think it's the the natural negative consequences of promiscuity that lead me to believe that we do better as a monogamous society irrespective of whether or not men just want to stick their dick in everything which they do Okay, so I do agree that it's the better, ma- better mode of human beings at, on a society and individual uh, at large. But uh, 
it still doesn't argue why that's the natural state of people because it, it, it the std argument i would say we haven't evolved or adapted to beating stds uh, and and if you look okay, at here's what the, the real argument i want to make if you look at ancient china the empire there was a ritual where the empire uh, the emperor had his the empress was his main wife and then he had subordinate wives which was like a dozen or so and then he had over a hundred concubines and the ritual basically was over the span of like a month or so, he was supposed to have sex with all of them, which is right. the reverse hierarchy where the man at the top gets the most women. So hmm. kind of breaks. I'm that talking idea. about what civilizes society the most. So maybe not the natural consequences I was talking about, you know, like the, the STDs would be a natural consequence, but we're talking about what is the, the most, what creates the most sustainable society um and you know that argument's blown out of the water because then the top one percent of men get 50 percent of women and everybody yeah. else is pretty much screwed i think there might be a difference between right. female and male nature on this too of in course. terms of you know so yeah um you know and if you don't have all of these like nice well-rounded kind of average dudes having kids then you have a bunch of single moms that are alpha widows you know, with a bunch of kids from like prison inmates. So if that's a society you want to live in because monogamy is unnatural, then all right, bro. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to argue uh, uh, or base. But I don't like it when people versus, poke holes in my arguments. Yeah. I don't. You know what I like? Because we're running out of time. I like, uh, I like guns. You got a gun for us? Okay. Well, there's two things real quick. I need to retract last week because I did mess up. I heard the way you reacted. You were like all kind of bummed out. So it kind of bugged me and I listened back. I misspoke basically. About what? Was About what? About the, what? I don't the gun know. last week. It wasn't supposed to be the Colt government auto pistol. It's the Colt oh. government machine pistol. Gotcha. You're going to get a different result if you pop that in real quick. Colt government machine. The, I get the Lebanon 1911 machine pistol. Is that the same thing? Is that something different? Maybe. Let me try it. It looks like a 1911 with like a weird foregrip and yeah, a long magazine. This is what I was getting last week. Yeah. Oh, it was? I'll, yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, I popped it into my Google and it just spit back regular 1911s. I was like, oh, okay. That's why he was kind of not enthusiastic. All yeah, right. I definitely didn't see okay. this last week. I didn't see the long magazine and the foregrip and all that. So I just weird. saw what looked like a regular 1911. Well, yeah, go yeah. shoot weird guns and Wait, bang lots more. of chicks. <laughs> one more. All right, go for okay, it. Okay, so the one for this week is the 7.5 FK Bruno, but take out the U. FK. So B-R-N-O. FK. FK. Uh, there's a lot of reviews of this on YouTube, but I got to see a picture. Hmm. This also just looks like a 1911, kinda. It's a new pistol out of Europe. Is it and the you, one with the red grip? Is that is that what you're yeah. saying, Skag? That's the first hit on the images, yeah. World's so what, what are we looking at? Cartridge? So this... Oh, 16 pistol, rounds of 44 mag? No, no, it's not 44 oh, mag, but it's comparable. There's a video oh, of a guy in, I guess, in Europe. He's taken down a, a caribou or an elk or something. That's a huge animal with this pistol from 75 mm. yards. Yeah. Yikes. Pretty badass. It looks really hardcore. You, yeah, and you can have one for a mere seven thousand dollars. Oh, no cool. deal, no deal. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. All right, guys. See you later. later. 
Okay. Um, Yoda, you're good if you're still here. Let him hang out a second. Yep. Got that mobile Discord. Articunto, <laughs> which I still don't know how to pronounce. <laughs> you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, what? Oh, cool. What's up, guys? I just got my birch gold so I can go buy my bowling branch sheets. What? Oh, yeah. What'd you say? What'd you say to me? Go prepare with Ben. And Are you put it on a Helix, Helix sleep mattress. Don't forget. I am oh, so yeah. well rested. What did, what did Ben say? <laughs> he said that his daughter refuses to sleep on any sheets but bowl and branch. And I was like, bullshit. That girl's like four years old. And then she's got That's that birch garbage. gold underneath one of her I don't pillows. believe that for a second. <laughs> that this, this, this toddler says, no, I want bowl and branch, dad. I'm like, okay. All right. And birch I'm sh- gold. I'm sure that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't his, his daughter like two or three? <laughs> yeah. Really young. Like really young. I want bowl wow. and branch. <laughs> yeah. We know She's so much a bowl about Branch Tarot. It's crazy. Yeah. Did, the other day, the other day, he claimed that his staff at the office has been eating the emergency food supply. It's like so it's, gross. I've eaten some of mine, and it's not. Good. His claim was it was so good the staff like can't resist it, and they're all eating. No, I made some blueberry pancakes supply. with it a while back, and I was yeah. like, these are gross he but, said you know. they tried the pasta or something like that and they like oh the gang the gang they gang they uh they ate it right up yeah. everybody here at daily wire do they we work in a bunker MREs. god I, well, I was wondering why do ben, they have an emergency food supply at work that seemed kind of weird to me but ben keeps all his staff locked at work yeah yeah maybe yeah. They, they don't have homes yeah underground anyway combat. i mean i could ma- i could poke fun at all the Sh- ben shapiro show sponsors forever but is that what you called in for or do you have something else <laughs> No, absolutely no. That was um, it. No. Oh. Uh, what um, did you guys did talk about the um, uh, McCabe um, pleading for immunity to testify? I actually didn't even hear this I until told Blonde Skag was at the top me, of the show. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? Because uh, I, I, I hope I, they I, don't give it to him, man. But they would oh, get yeah, all absolutely. sorts of information out of him, and he'd have to say it publicly. So there is a benefit to it. But I don't think that they're going to give it to him. But the fact that he asked for immunity means that we probably have a good. I bet we have a year left of this. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just rich though because we've heard for the last what two years that oh conservatives are just conspiracy theorists because um, they can't get over the Clinton email probe and then oh I know out. it's like it's and then so also <laughs> I saw in Laura Ingram that Peter Strzok was way more deeply involved in the um, Hillary Clinton emails than was previously thought and then there were some Strzok page texts that were um, that are unredacted now talking about adding a new lure to the Trump campaign which is FBI jargon for um, for a, like a spy. So oh, I think that I this is that, going yeah. to be, it's going to be really bad. I mean, I've been telling Skag for like six months. I'm like, fucking, fucking indictments are coming. And Skag's like, shut up. It just, just don't <laughs> talk to me until they happen. So at the top of the show, yeah. I'm like, you know, McCabe, he, he wants immunity. And Skag's like, let's just wait for something to happen. And I'm kind yeah. of there. Like, I can't just keep getting it up and then getting blue balls every time they say somebody is going to be indicted. Like I cannot mentally, I cannot do this anymore they need to do something like shit or get off the pot i can't stand it what do you think absolutely yeah what are your thoughts matt uh you articulated my position exactly which is even the blue balls part listen you got uh no because i don't have the blue balls because when i when (laughs) i see (laughs) when i see one overwhelming evidence two indictments then then i'll talk about it but but um i don't uh, to, to round it out um i think i think i think ben's uh 
skepticism about the whole Spygate issue, about the claim that, that this was all a political hit by the FBI. I think the points of skepticism are, are on, and there are some questions that need to be answered. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying the case right now is not satisfactory to, to be concluded that there was some political hit on the president's campaign. Are you serious? Oh. If it's such a conclusive case, the wheels of justice see. turn slowly. Skag. Course, there clearly was a political do. hit of course, of course. with spies implanted of course, in of course. the campaign. The wheels of justice spin slowly, and, and we're going to get a bunch of indictments in the Russia collusion it's case from Mueller. Okay? And I know it's going to happen. A case is already asking for immunity. That means that he knows he's fucked, and he has all this information. He doesn't that know doesn't, what to do. That doesn't mean no. Okay, we'll have to. <laughs> I, we can't spend 10 minutes on this. So I'm glad I got uh, Matt and Blonde to argue. We always argue about Mission this. Mission accomplished. Okay. <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks, dude. Uh, thanks, thanks, guys. Uh, evil zombie toe. Hello. Oh, Yoda, Hi. actually, um, Yoda, you're good to go if you're ready. We'll let Yoda go first, and then zombie, I'll like, let you. I've been, like, waiting here forever, so. Yeah, well, I, I didn't hear you tell now. You should have said something, man. It's, be, it's because of... Uh, it's it's because of the mic on my computer. My my dad was using. Anyway, um, I first off I wanted to see how your how your boy Russ Fag did. <laughs> I will oh, play yeah. a little bit of the Fag concession on Sunday. He, he, uh, it was he uh, he ran it he ran a good campaign. He came yeah. in second to Matt Rosendale. So now it's going to be uh, Matt Rosendale against John Tester from Montana Senate in the fall. I think Tester will likely lose. That is my official prediction. Uh, and I don't get, and I'm bummed because I think if Fag had pulled it off, then or you have a very real chance of Senator Fag, and that yeah. would, that'd be great. I would enjoy that. He would have totally gotten the Fag bump. And, and <laughs> I would have voted is, for him strictly on his name. I won't. I won't even. The, the thing is, with John Tester, 1950s uh, old dad suburban haircut. He's the only farmer in the Senate. Give him a break. I got to see it. His name's John Tester. Yeah, you don't know John Tester? He's the guy that sunk uh, Trump's VA nominee. I keep shaking the camera every time I... Sorry, guys. So, so anyway, what he looks um, like. He's got a flat top haircut. Oh, you know? yeah. It's yeah. so flat. Yeah, it's, it's been like that ever since he's been a public figure, as far as I know. Whatever works, man. Um, yeah, we actually had a pretty good... I mean, it was... In, in, in concept, it was... It wasn't totally bad for Republicans last night here in California. Yeah, so I saw what Gavin Newsom won the nomination for governor, and and somebody named Cox won the Republican nomination. That's all I saw. A Cox in the in the governor's mansion. Yeah. You know I mean, um, yeah, I yeah, Cox won. It could have been. Uh, we have we have a blanket primary where the top two vote getters, the ones that that go forward. Um, so I don't really think that that Cox was going to win, but the the biggest the biggest win of the night was a guy by the name of Josh Newman, who was the um, who was kind of the deciding vote on the gas tax hike, hmm. and and he lost last night by a big margin. You know what else I saw out of California election results was the judge in the. Um... What was the name of that Stanford swimmer kid? The the rape Brock case. Turner. Brock Turner. The judge in the Brock Turner case got recalled. In, ah, uh, is that what Philly D was talking about today? Because I never watch his videos anymore. I don't know. I didn't. Uh, yeah, Philly D, the, the great, the great and powerful Philly D. Today, and we, you know, using his power to 
disagree with a rape case that everybody else on earth also disagrees with. Listen, everybody listening to this right now, I would love to know your thoughts in the comments. Please. Yeah, please. Tell me yeah. what you think about rape. Are you pro-rape? Are you anti-rape? What's uh, up, what you a, beautiful bastard? What's that to carry on? God. I can't, uh, no, I can't bait I, you look, with Philly D listen, hate. You're going to go off the wall li if I do. Listen, listen. I like it's Philly like D. Philly D. Sure, I do too. I, I, I do too. Why? I, I, Why? I, like I reiterate the splinters in his ass from his fence sitting. It's just, <laughs> his fence sitting is egregious. Like, I, I you think it's worse than me, I'm sure, yeah. So much worse yeah. than you. Yeah. Philly, D is, Philly D is not a fence sitter. Um, that's that's why maybe people... not, but it, but he has the appearance of fence sitting, and I believe that he has his own biases, which I think is arguably even worse. Hmm. And he, and he doesn't fence it based on what he reports; he selectively I reports. I think the worst thing you could speculate is that someone cares more about how their opinion will be received publicly than the opinion itself. Exactly. I think he's pretty calculated that's exactly about that. Exactly how I feel about him. Yeah, and I know I... how he feels. Yeah, I think that because I, he used to be more extreme. He used to take some positions every once in a while, but now he's like, yeah. "School shootings are bad," and Brock Turner's a rapist, and everybody's that's, like, "That's the debate." Is is he is he um, staying neutral out of some sort of principle, or is he staying neutral just in pursuit of? YouTube I just feel popularity? like at this point, centrists are either doing it for self promotion, or or they just aren't aren't very smart. Like, how could you be a centrist at this point? Like, haven't you chosen a fucking side? <laughs> Sorry, we really uh, anyway, hijacked your yeah, call. Sorry, right uh, do you have additional thoughts? No, no, I can centrist. I mean, I, you know, um, I, there's no shame in it. I, I think about, I, I think about things objectively. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's still, there's still plenty of room to assess facts objectively and form a firm opinion. Yeah. Uh, and how could you, you know. avoid that at any rate? It, it, anyway, I think Phil, I think Philly D's great, and I think. Matt and Blonde are great. I, I just yeah, um, sure. I, I'm not trying to pick a fight with him or anything. I, I am. It. Come on our show, Philly D. See I would, what it I says would in the comments him, below. Yeah, we got to give you the boot. Thanks for calling. What's dude. up, you beautiful bastards? <laughs> that was pretty right. good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right. Bye. -bye. Talk to you later. All right, Mr. Zombie. Mr. Hey, what's Zombie. Hey, hey. What's on your mind? Uh, never been uh, formally introduced that way, but there it is. <laughs> so. uh... It's kind of weird how the left has this tendency to want certain restrictions put in place or, uh, I don't know, give the government certain abilities, but anywhere that's been tried, it fails. Uh, yeah. For example, in Go South Africa, on. you have a national gun registry. <laughs> uh, you have to write a letter to, I forget who it is, basically justifying your need for a firearm. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's it's horrible. There, You can only own certain firearms, etc., etc., and yet... The last time it was recorded, uh, South Africa had the second highest gun crime rate in the world. Really? And then they introduced a firearms uh, regulatory act in 2000 and stopped tracking gun crime um, separately, conveniently. So it's, it's kind of difficult to get uh, up-to-date information on that. But uh, the last time I saw it was still pretty damn high regardless. Hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, if you look at... You know, that's everything David Hogg wants, right? It's, yeah. it's common sense gun control, and yet well, it's failed. Yeah. Well, yeah, they go to this length all the time, and they try to, it's like they do with Chicago or anywhere else. So they, they, 
well, it's because not every place has banned all the guns. So they just go to the places where it's easy to get guns. It's such a naive thing to think. It's like right. weapons it's, exist, it's bad country. people exist. Yes, yeah. and this is why they can't have fact-based arguments. This is, why, this is why it has to be feelings-based. Because if you look at the facts, if you look at the data, you see that these things, that these strategies they've employed, these policies they've enacted before have been totally ineffective. So they have to exactly. be like, it's just common sense. Don't you want to save children? Because it's the only thing that works. On yeah, I, I listened to David Hogg talking about his swatting. I, I listened I'm to sorry. him responding with a reporter. <laughs> and he said uh, something to that effect. Oh, this is somebody who, um, somebody who wants to distract and just like doesn't, does, you know, wants to distract from us out here just saving kids. And it's like, okay, okay good yeah. for you, man. You're just saving all the children. David yeah. Hogg, yeah. saving the country's children. Yeah, totally. Come on, dude. But so what, what got me to... Uh, looking into the actual laws in South Africa, I mean, apart from coming from there. Um, on Memorial Day, uh, my sister was kidnapped at gunpoint and then yeah. released on the side of a freeway after being force-fed alcohol and drugged and thankfully nothing else. Holy um, shit. Where did this but, happen? You know, it, in South Africa. 27-year-old, oh, you know, five foot one. The guy who originally kidnapped her used a gun. So someone like that has a gun. It doesn't matter what restrictions you put in place. It Did doesn't anything happen to this dude? Do they find him? Do they even no, look they, for him? No. Uh, well, I mean, they're, they're trying, but uh, the license plate on the vehicle belonged to an entirely different vehicle that was reported stolen. So a stolen car, stolen plates. Was it a white guy? Uh, four black guys. All right. Thanks for the call. <laughs> <laughs> We got to keep it moving, but if you have any final thoughts, yeah. go for it. And I'm sorry, to, uh, uh, that's, I, I, yeah, I hope no, uh, I hope everything is as good as it can be, circumstances considered. That is terrible. Yeah, no, I, Thank yeah. God nothing worse yeah. happened to her. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But yeah, just um, go to Australia, fight, man. Yikes. Really, I'd rather not. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Appreciate it, ma'am. Thanks for calling. Yeah, sure. Have yeah, a good night. Ugh, this South Africa thing is so upsetting. Let's talk to. Um, let's see, one, two. Three. We got three more patron callers, and then we got like five five questions. questions. So we're, we'll be tight on time, but let's let's see what we can get through here. Uh, and then we have super chat, of course. But I figure we should save that for later, huh? We'll just do a big batch of them. Uh, yeah. Thoughts and thoughts and blogs. You're good to go. Oh, hi guys. What's going on, man? Hi. Hey. Um, quick thing, and then what I'm really calling about. Sure. Um, Matt, my cousin is in love with you. So if mm. you want a long distance relationship, you know. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, your cousin is a little late. Uh, but, uh, you know, maybe I'll, no, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'll get in trouble if I say anything. What? Maybe, what I'll, maybe I'll get a backup list going. I'll keep this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have a text message waiting for you, right? Yeah. Where's, when's my phone going to blow up? Anyway, I appreciate that. Um, Thank you for that. And uh, was, was, before I get myself in more trouble, what's on your mind? She, well, yeah, I'm just. She watched the show, and I was like, yeah, you know, because I'm a patron caller. We've talked like one and one. She was like, you know him. It's like, well, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. say I know him, but yeah, I can give him your number, whatever. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> oh man, I forgot. Yeah, you tell her he's four foot eleven, which is yeah, that might solve our situation yeah. here. <laughs> um, no, but I was calling actually to talk about the tariffs, which I know is kind of a boring topic. It's my phone blowing. Um, <laughs> it, you want to know what it says? Yeah. Without revealing an identity, it says, threesome, faggot. That's, that's, 
That's how you know you found the right one, I would say. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm just glad you've introduced this comedy. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, no, um, <laughs> I was going to talk about the tariffs. You know, they've yeah, made the yeah. news again with Canada and all that good stuff. Um, and I, I don't normally listen to Ben Shapiro, but I, I watch one of his YouTube videos on the, mm. on the matter. And I just think that people on the right, like people like Ben Shapiro, are just getting this entirely wrong. Um, you know, the, the argument people are putting forth is that free market is good, which I generally agree. I'm not disagreeing with that premise. Uh, and they say, well, then tariffs essentially mess with the free market, so they're bad. We don't need them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they essentially, that they're forgetting half of the story, which is we already don't have free market. Because government intervention has messed with prices as it is. Like if you compare the U.S. say to China, in the U.S. we have labor laws, we have essentially laws dealing with safety, dealing with the environment. All that government intervention raises the price of a good like steel, for example. Yeah. China, China doesn't have those laws. And yeah, they so certainly not- don't have a fifteen dollar minimum wage or a f- maximum like a 60 hour work week or whatever. Hmm. Absolutely. And so it's not like we have free competition between the U S and China. Instead, we have a very unfair scenario in which the U S is having to pay, you know, 15 an hour, really those States are unionized. So it's more than that and comply with all these laws. China doesn't. And so what it does is we literally cannot compete. Hmm. Um, And what the tariffs do is that they actually level the playing field playing field they artificially return to a scenario that is similar to a free market by imposing a tariff on china right essentially then we're forced to adjust to the the own products existing within our own market yeah exactly and so really tariffs are not an enemy of free market but because we already have government intervention they recreate it in a sense yep yep it's true Um, all right well, thanks. Thanks oh, for making yeah. the case, man. Thanks for thanks Matt's for the just thoughts. been thinking about threesomes this whole time. Uh, no, that's I, I fa- that's your fake I, news. <laughs> Appreciate All it. All right, man. you guys have a good night. Have a great night. Bye. Uh, Chicago conservative is muted. Then we got hurts to poop. <laughs> What but hurts hurts uh, this this guy's name is hurts to poop who's after you, so but hurts to poop if you want to get in on the show you gotta um, hop into the waiting room we'll hop into one of the two waiting rooms the quieter the the regular one and then uh, wasn't that in. funny why am I laughing I'm like a kid I oh, guess it's a funny poop. name it's a funny name anyway what's on your mind man pro rape I don't know how you couldn't be pro rape <laughs> uh, I'm pro rape change my mind yeah change my mind yeah 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 if you're not pro rape you're gay so don't support that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I definitely forgot what I was going to call in after. Oh. Anyway, I did. I did want to ask uh, about Yellowstone. Where's your sure. what's your favorite campground in Yellowstone? I don't actually camp there very much. And the only time I have camped is uh, backcountry campsites, which you have to get a permit to do ahead of time. So I would not be the guy to ask on like the, you know, like the 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 bigger camp spaces because I never use them. Mostly I just go down there for like. You know, get up early, go down there, go go on some trail, and come back home at night. Unless it's really far, and then you then you camp in the backcountry. Gotcha. I was uh, I'm thinking yeah. about bringing an R- RV. 
I, yeah, uh, I'm thinking about bringing an RV out there, and I was wondering if it's like even worth it. But I, I know I think they book up pretty fast, so if I I don't know how far in few. advance. Yeah, I already had a few campgrounds booked just as like really? a backup because I know. For, like, is, yeah, when so are you coming? Like what what time frame? In July, early August. And they're already booked up. Wow. Like the last, uh, yeah. like I think I booked five just in case, and I booked like the last five. Yeah, Yellowstone's a madhouse these days. It's getting crazy. That'll be a cool trip, though. Are you going to drive? An, are you going to rent an RV when you get here? Are you going to drive it all the way from the Midwest? When stopping in the Badlands. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'll be cool. The Badlands are cool. I haven't been there since I was you know, a kid. You ever been there, Blonde? Like these weird like desert lands. and It's, it's uh, North and South Dakota, right? But mostly North Dakota. Am I right? Or is it just North Dakota? It's South Dakota. Ah, uh, you're it's thinking South. you're thinking of Painted Canyons and Theodore Roosevelt, which that oh yeah, Theodore Roosevelt, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I confused really my Dakotas. Confused my Dakotas. You and everybody else. The Dakotas yeah. don't matter. No, oh, Dakotas are just a stop in between Bozeman and Minneapolis. That's all. It is. Pretty much, yeah. They have the Corn Palace and Mount Rushmore. They do, yeah. Although I got to say, Mount, Mount Rushmore is pretty underwhelming when you go there. I thought it was spectacular. It's it's a lot smaller than I expected. But I saw it when I was a kid, so you know. Yeah. We might have a Disneyland situation on our hands. Yeah. Worth we got to give you the boot, though. Our group, our entire group, is arguing over whether or not we should stop there. Should we stop at Mount Rushmore? I think so. I mean, it's right off the interstate, as I recall. So, it's or maybe the only it's a, thing in that state. maybe it's a little bit far, but it's not too far off 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 course. So. Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, I'd check it out. Yeah, and obviously, I, th- I know I said it before, but when you guys are in town, uh, get, get in touch with me and, you know, we can grab a beer or something like that. Definitely will. All right, man. Appreciate it. Adios. See you guys. See ya. Okay. Is hard to poop hanging out. All right. Hard to poop. <laughs> this I'm just going to stop saying that name. This person, if you're wanting to get in on the show, <laughs> hop into the waiting rooms and then, um, then and we'll... Eat a banana. Yes. Please. I th- don't don't bananas make it worse? Wait, don't eat a banana. Is that a, does that make you constipated? I, I thought, thought that's I what thought that helped. was the deal. So let um, me know in the live chat if bananas help or hurt constipation. What do you God, think about what, um, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about a quick three hit of non-patron callers just to give these give these guys a cool. All right, Cooksey, we'll we'll try for three here. Cooksey, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh no, it causes constipation. That's, Everybody's yeah, saying coffee thought. and cigarettes, that'll do it. Prunes, uh, okay, okay. Free scones might have had to take off. Cooksy, Hi there. You're... Oh, Hi. Good, yeah. welcome. Thanks for your patience. <laughs> Wait, this isn't hurts to poop, is it? No, this is No, Cooksy. no, no. I knew a girl wasn't behind that. Hmm. No, sorry about that. <laughs> What's up? It's just me. I was calling in to see uh, what you guys, how are your feelings on doctors? Because I personally hate doctors and I'm trying to get over that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I come from a family of doctors. You do? Uh, wow. I do. I do. And so I also hate doctors. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just know that they're, they're pretty much yeah. full of shit. And I've gotten so much bad medical advice um, so I just have to ask people in my family. Like I haven't even seen a family doctor or gotten a physical in like many, yeah. many years. Because yeah, I, I really same. avoid it. I don't it. really go. And yeah. I just, they don't listen. They're just, usually yeah. they have a her- terrible attitude. I've had so many bad experiences with doctors. It's not even funny. One of my kids got given to the wrong mom in the hospital. 
Oh my god! <laughs> oh, yeah. that is like laugh, my worst. Holy fear. cow! Well, That's just luckily, so absurd. it wasn't like we were leaving or anything. Thank goodness. But yeah. I was nursing, so one of the nurses was new and took the took my son to the wrong mom who was also nursing. And the only reason that she noticed was because her child wasn't latching on correctly. Hmm. So my Crazy. son immediately latched on and she was like, wait a minute. This That's isn't not, my baby because of this not. stupid bitch nurse that can't do her basic job. Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you serious? This is like my worst. This is why you just have to like, not maybe just not let them take, I'm going to be like, no, this is my baby. You can't have her. Oh, that would be great if, like, hopefully yeah. you don't have to have an emergency Just... C-section where they. Oh no, you had an emergency C-section. Oh, yeah, I'm that was sorry. my first. It was my biggest fear. That was my biggest fear. It was having an, an emergency C-section, and that was my first birth too. It was a Yeah, yeah. So I know that it was an to... emergency, but th that's another reason I don't yeah. trust doctors because they're always like uh, scheduling, um, scheduling births, and yeah. and trying to force women to have C-sections. I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. you know, she could do it naturally. You guys just want to have this conveyor belt of women getting in and out of hospital yeah sorry to mean to interrupt you money on the bed oh no that's all right like i totally get it and i was reading on some of how you know birth rates have gone down and i think you guys were talking about this earlier tonight weren't you uh in in ireland in the context of ireland yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we got to keep I, it moving along i hate to interrupt your guys's pregnancy oh that's talk. all right i appreciate you guys taking yeah. non-patron callers too we, we do what we can thanks for your patience i appreciate it thank you talk Have to you night. soon uh, let's uh, free let scones people talk about all sorts of video games, but when there's a baby situation going on, well, uh, I know that what a scary story. Good grief! Yeah, we'll give Geo Explorer last word. Uh, if Geo Explorer is good to go, Geo Explorer hanging out. Uh, you want to hop into some super chats while we wait? Um, sure. Hey, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, good. You're good to go. We'll give you a last call tonight. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to talk to you guys. I love your show. Um, well, thanks for your patience. Yeah, um, so I had a couple of things. One One's non-political, the other's kind of political. Uh, well, it's more political than I think. Um, one is I'm actually starting up a, a podcast soon, and sure. I wanted to kind of get a rundown of maybe some of the tech or the programs that you use on your show. I, uh, I would say um, just go ahead and send me an email in the interest of... Yeah, I mean, it'd be easier to just uh, to do that type of description by email as opposed to, you know, like live discussion. Then you'll have a list too, a written list. Okay, yeah, someone earlier had recommended that to me. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'll do. But uh, on to my kind of political question. Sure. And uh, it depends on what you, what whatever political party you want to choose on this question. For your answer, it could be left-leaning, right-leaning, centralist, it doesn't matter. Um have have you ever considered the possibility, depending on, and not necessarily under this administration, it could be a future administration uh, or whatever, uh, do you think that we may ever see the uh, outline of a particular political party? Uh, do you think someone would ever try to go that far with it, like out, outlawing the Democrats or outlawing the Republicans hmm. or just whatever? Well, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I know if it does, who's going to do it? That's for sure. At least currently. Right. Like I don't well, have any, I, I don't have any, I don't think the Republicans or conservatives are going to outlaw leftism. 
but I think there no, are plenty like, of people. What if they per- there was a perceived Nazi party? I can see that happening. Yeah, and well, that's called the Republican Party these days. By the way, did you see that Google labeled the California Republican Party as their ideology as Nazism when you searched it the, like last <laughs> week? Look that up. Oh if you searched God. California GOP, Google's first result was like, this is who's the, who are the leadership. Here's the ideology. Conservatism, comma, Nazism was one of the, the listed ideological Oh, my God. Everybody used DuckDuckGo. Mm-hmm. Yikes. That's crazy. I don't I see mean, that it, happening, but that's a good question. I, I think if Hillary Clinton had one, it, it, we would be a step closer to that happening, at least to yeah, the maybe. GOP. Yeah. If crazy not under bitch. her administration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that's pretty much all I had. I appreciate your answers. And uh, sure. yeah, I'll, sh- I'll shoot you an email uh, sometime uh, yeah, this yeah. weekend or later um, this week. Send it to my personal email. It's uh, MatthewLChristensen at gmail.com. It's a lot of letters. So just if you go to any of my videos, it's linked uh, and it's listed there on the top of the video description. Okay, yeah. Um, appreciate it, man. Have a good night. Yes, sir. And Hurts to Poop did, in fact, show up. So we'll have to do one more but hurts to poop is good to go mike is muted so don't eat bananas i was wrong i should yeah. give medical advice might have uh looks like maybe we have a, a mic issue a technical issue here but uh we'll see if we can get it figured out check 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 one two. Oh, there you go there yeah you're, you're set hey i might guys. have pushed to talk on i don't know but we can hear it loud and clear now awesome awesome yeah no i just don't know how to use a computer it's okay discord, um, discord is a is a mysterious piece of software sometimes you know but it does work saying, about eighty percent of the time. Hmm. I want to start Justin by saying, Matt, I love, uh, I love, I think you guys are doing a great job, or you're doing a great job in your really well-researched feature videos that you put out once a week. Oh well, I think, thanks. I think a hundred percent of them are good and well thought out, even the ones that I don't necessarily agree with. So it's hmm. just, it's really awesome content, and it's easy stuff to show to other people. Yeah. Um, for good exposés on things. So sure. well, awesome, thanks. awesome job, dude. Um. I want to, you know, and since in that, in that spirit, I think a lot of your stuff has been really educational. So I want to share something educational with the group because um, I do a lot of researching. Um, mm-hmm. There's, you know, when you're trying to explain to liberals or leftists or in any group, you want to use, you want to try to use examples and members of that group as examples that might help, you know, further your points, um, mm. you know, not to try to beat anyone down, but just to try to, you know, get them to understand certain things. So in the topic of socialism and in the topic of open borders, which uh, oftentimes uh, people on the left are big fans of, uh, I like to bring up a woman who won the Nobel Prize in economics, and her name is Eleanor Ostrom. So hmm. if, you get, if you start a conversation with a liberal with, uh, hey, let's start with a, a woman who won the Nobel Prize in economics, um, you might be able to keep their attention. Yeah. And then you and then you get to lead with or continue with <clears throat> she's devoted her whole life to the resort uh, to the research and and study of what she calls like resource pooled systems which effectively are big sharing systems i.e. Mm-hmm. versions of socialism. So she spent her whole life figuring out like how can this work in in the real world? And um and she's, yeah, you know, there's even a thing called Ostrom's Law that, hmm. that has been based around her work. So I'm going to jump right to, if you jumped, if anyone go, wants to go to the uh, Wikipedia page of Eleanor Ostrom, you don't have to do it right now. Um, you can just Google female Nobel Peace Prize or Nobel Prize in economics and you should be able to find it, Eleanor Ostrom. Um, on the Wikipedia page, it says, uh, 
design principles for common resource common pool resource institution effectively what eight rules what eight things need to be true to make this work hmm. rule number one the very first rule is clearly defined uh, or a clear definition of the contents of the common pool resource and wait for it effective exclusion of external unentitled parties <laughs> so so if i'm understanding this correctly what she's saying step one well, if you want to share stuff high yeah, walls right so if you want a socialist system you need to have clear borders secure very borders. clear borders and i think you jump down to uh uh let's see here where's that word oh rule number four effective monitoring by monitors who are part of or accountable to the appropriators hmm. doesn't that sound fun <laughs> doesn't that sound like a free open free open system yeah so the, this is an example of you know i mean we have uh if you're talking about leftist principle or you know certain principles found in the left because i don't think it's necessarily exclusively the leftist principle but um it, it, when you're trying to convey these kinds of things, it's it's great to use these kinds of examples. So I just wanted to share that with the group of Eleanor Ostrom is a, a female and a, a smart female that has studied socialism for her whole life and is pro, not socialism, shared resource systems, hmm. which is even better than socialism. At least, at least uh, shared resource systems implies that there's a version of this that doesn't have to be socialism, except that in her eight, le eight rules, it more or less defines a totalitarian system that keeps shit on lockdown. All right, man. Well, thanks for the thoughts. Appreciate it. Awesome, man. Thank you for all the good work, man. Peace. Yeah. Thank you for the kind words as well. And uh, we'll catch you. This is your first call as I understand. Right. So we'll hopefully yes. catch you next time as well. All right. Cool, man. Thanks, man. All righty. So that'll, that'll do it for calls tonight. Um, as I, I, you know, we try to get to as many as we can. Appreciate everybody's patience. If you're having trouble getting in, send us an email. We'll respond to all emails on the show. Please put call in show question in the, uh, in the, in the subject line and send it to beauty and the beta at gmail.com or, uh, or send us a link to a one minute or less video clip. We'll play the audio and respond to it. So one minute or less. <laughs> I know I have to bend the rules a little bit, but you know, that's the aim one minute or less. Uh, so you want to handle it? You want to go through these questions first and then we'll close out with super chat. Sure. Okay. Should we do the video question first? We can do that. You might have to reload your uh, video share though. Cause I, I just uh, added it. So to hear it, cause this question is specific for you and I don't think you've heard it yet unless you listened before the show. I don't know. I didn't. You sat? It says shotgun action. Should I reload again? Yeah. Uh, well I'll play it and just let me know if you can hear it. Dear blonde, I understand your willingness to resort to fighting fire. Are you hearing it? Uh, no, but it says loading. Hold on. Here with fire. Let's take another question to first while this is loading. Try just refreshing it. Sometimes that thing gets stuck. Invigorating listening for everybody. I know, right? We never have a glitch on this show. Still loading. Hmm. Okay. Let's take a written question from LC. So... Uh, LC says, I was watching Tim Pool's podcast today and Tim's theory of why leftist outrage mobs are more likely to produce results than conservative or libertarian ones is that while the latter results in boycotts and a few nasty Twitter posts, the former can produce, uh, at best green haired mobs 
turning up screaming cringy chants and at worst black clad mobs turning up punching people and setting things on fire an example speakers who've had antifa show up at past events having trouble finding venues for future shows what are your thoughts on this if it's legitimately a case of fearing nasty words versus fearing potential violent actions uh what options do we have left which keep uh, principles intact. You know, I actually Isn't don't. That the million dollar question. I don't know that I buy this theory that much. I th- I think it's actually because I don't think like the people who canceled Roseanne, for example, are fearing like violence against them. I, I don't think. What I think is that generally culturally we've accepted the left's moralization of politics and principles. So I think that they look at the the world and and generally believe there's a such thing as like moral and immoral opinions, moral and immoral thoughts, mm-hmm. and they. Buy, they buy the division that the left is the the moral perspective and the right is not. That would be my explanation. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying the violence is a non-factor, but I just don't think that, like, or Starbucks, for example. Do I think Starbucks fears violence? I guess maybe. They smashed the Berkeley Starbucks, but I don't know. What do you think? Um. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was going to say. I can't really add too much to that. Okay. I, I don't think it's an insane theory. I just... When you're talking about large boycotts, I don't know that the violence thing is is that much of a factor. I think I think it definitely is a factor for if you're just your average conservative or libertarian person wanting to go to a free speech event in Berkeley. Like right. for me, I'll be honest, I want nothing to do with that. I don't want to go to a free speech event in Berkeley because I don't want to get attacked by Antifa. Yeah. So that would be a case where violence is certainly a deterrent, but Yep. Um, I can just load this on YouTube. Just tell me when to start. Okay, let's just play it right now. You ready? Yep. Let's go now. I understand your willingness to resort to fighting fire with fire. However, I don't think that this is actually going far enough. I think that we need to develop our own tactics and strategies based on an understanding of how the left thinks and operates. For, after all, they do want to destroy Western civilization and Enlightenment values, and we cannot allow this. Both you and I would be put on a purge list if what they want was realized, and that is their ascendancy to power. With that being said, one of their weaknesses seems to be that many fear ostracism above all else. One of the fighting fire with fire methods would be to convince many that those within their in-group are in fact racist. It would destroy their group cohesion. Another weakness is that they have no understanding of how the physical world works. They have no understanding of where their food and clothing actually comes from or how it is produced. They have no understanding of how those who weren't raised in the same bubbles that they were think. They do not understand us. So while we could and probably would cut off their supply of soy in the event of a hot war because it is not produced within their leftist strongholds, I would rather see their fear of ostracism be used to make them snap into line before it gets to that point. I would rather see their lack of understanding of us be leveraged against them. But I'm not quite sure how to do that. Maybe you have some ideas. Thank you. That's an excellent point. And this is why I love what is happening to Joy Reid. Because Hmm. the left, they will just hang you for changing your opinion about anything. You can't have any opinions that aren't completely identical to the opinions that you have now, yet they'll protect Joy Reid. So the hypocrisy, if we can expose this hypocrisy in the left, because it's really what they try to do to us, um, and and then make somebody such a black sheep that everybody has to turn on them, those people will come over to the right. 
Yeah, not that we I, really want Joy Reid, but like I, I want to destroy their communities. I think if left to their own devices, they're going to cannibalize. We've seen that you know over and over again. But, yeah. but I don't know. I, I guess I'm thinking because because he's obviously thinking the way that you are, and he's being highly strategic and thinking what are weaknesses that we can expose to defeat these people. More or less, principles be damned. I don't want to mischaracterize what he's saying. But I'm kind of inferring that. Uh, but I'm tr- I was trying to think like what are some are there moral or philosophical principles he's violating in some of the things he's saying. I can't, I don't know. Is is it wrong to, um, is it wrong to tell them that one of their own is racist? I don't know what principle or moral that really violates. I mean, is it wrong to want to kill somebody that you know wants to kill you? Like in this Mm. hypothetical situation and this, if we're going to talk about philosophy and morality, um, in, in that hypothetical, do you think that that's unethical because, because they haven't, killed well, you yet I, I like that he's think I, I admire the strategic thinking and i was i was trying to think during it is there is there something i object to morally or philosophically here based on his question asking not really i'd have to see how it and i think that this fear of alienation and being ostracized is um it's it's largely a leftist projection i mean i'm alienated and ostracized from my entire community and mostly i don't i don't really give a shit um and so i think that that that's their fear that, that yeah. they are, they're such collectivists. Oh yeah. When you, that, why do they hate being interviewed by man on the street people like Flaccus or anyone else? They it's because they hate it. being yeah. isolated. But for people on the right yeah. that really do believe in freedom of thought. Stop and moving that mic, by the way. And really have, um, <laughs> did you tell me to move my mic? No, I said stop because it sounds like you're scooting it around or oh, something. On my lap. Uh, um, gotcha. Uh, what was I saying? Um, people on the right that, that really do believe in freedom of thought and really do believe in individuality and have, um, you know, swum against the stream for some period of time they've gotten some practice they they, yeah. they they can do it they're better at dealing with alienation people on the on the left they're not like that they aren't yeah. built like we are and so if we can find a way to infiltrate decimate and destroy their communities and <laughs> destroy the worst ones lives then i think we need to do that especially journalists especially david hogg <laughs> <laughs> no he's just okay. a tool of the left let's move on to this next one uh, from a capitalist surviving high school in the people's Republic of California. You want to read that one? Um, sure. Uh, what guns do you think we need? The two reasons, sorry, I'm really blind. The two reasons we must have guns are protection here. against tyranny and self-defense for self-defense. People need everything up to, Oh, should I lost my place up to, but not including machine guns, machine guns and other more destructive weapons are useful in offensive attacks, not self-defense. Uh, the guns required for self-defense against tyranny are offensive weapons, such as machine guns, bombs and rocket launchers. A revolution against a tyrannical government would be justified terrorism in the form of guerrilla warfare and we would need the weapons of terrorists. The need for a justified rebellion is very unlikely. So do you think we should allow people to have offensive guns just because of this unlikely circumstance? Are defensive weapons like the AR-15 enough to deter tyranny? If we end up in rebellion, we could likely get the needed weapons from the black market foreign countries and defectors, but this is a chance we should take. I mean, I don't like a few of the assumptions here. One of the assumptions is that weapons that look scarier or that are typically used in terrorism are markedly more deadly I'm, I'm sure this person knows that most gun deaths are caused by handguns which would be um a more legitimate gun in his mind presumably right well this this strikes at the question of what your vision of protected weaponry under the second amendment is and i've had to wrap my mind around this several times because i've had a million people coming at me on twitter with the well 
if you're a two A absolutist, does that mean you can have a nuke or whatever else? So my thinking on the philosophy of the Second Amendment is this: you have a right to your own life and liberty to defend your own life and liberty. You don't have a right to another person's life and liberty. So as far as I'm concerned, arms protected by the um, uh, Second Amendment philosophically should be any and all weapons that are sufficiently precise to defend your own without harming another. So if we're talking massive explosives, massive bombs, things like that, well, you're not going to be able to defend your own life and liberty precisely with that without harming another's uh, property, life, or liberty unjustifiably. So that's my thinking about that. Uh, The question, though, that he's getting at is, that I'm not really addressing is if the purpose is really fighting government tyranny, then maybe my philosophy there falls short because at that point, it's not about just defending yours without harming any other people. At that point, it is actually about harming other people, namely a tyrannical government. Um, yeah. Ooh, I don't know if I, sorry, I don't know. I guess I have to cuck out on that. Uh, I, I don't know that I can get in favor of like civilian possession of tanks, but most people are priced out anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I could get behind matter, that. It's, it's unlikely. I can see a future where we are going to have to form militias, and I would like to be prepared for that. Hmm. Wow. Uh, this question, are defensive weapons like the AR-15 enough to, to deter t- uh, tyranny? It might not be ideal. Like, that's this is the kind of question that they always get to. You're really going to fight off, like, uh, when they send the SEALs to your door, you're going to fight them off with your rifle? And oh, it's like, whatever. Navy SEALs would tell the government to fuck off. And, They're and all it's, conservative it's, and it's not a question of, like, I have a weapon that guarantees my victory. It's saying... I would like a chance. If I'm going to die, if I'm going to fight, I would like to at least have a chance and not be helpless. Mm-hmm. That's really the the purpose. Yep. So n- do I think that I'm going to fight off a trained military force myself? Of course not. But if a trained military force is coming to kill me on unjustified terms, I would like a shot. And if you think that it can't be done, I'll submit to you countries like Vietnam, Afghanistan, places that have fought off first world military forces. No, but for it's not. that's not even going to happen. I'm so confident that any of of the military would would not turn on the citizenry it just yeah i I agree i agree they're almost all conservative yeah we don't quite have a mercenary army yet um yeah do you want to read yeah lord somber says always enjoy the show i've heard y'all and by the way he wrote y'all i don't say y'all i heard y'all tangentially bring up the topic of white flight i hate that term Maybe more accurate phrases would be blue exodus and red exodus. Mexicans moving to California, Californians moving to Idaho and Montana, Yankees moving to the South. In other words, regarding the blue exodus, people move away from their shit political decisions and consequences only to bring along, uh, only to bring them along whither they move. And so I posit if we, uh, or so if, uh, if or when the UK or Europe goes down the proverbial shitter, and there is an exodus. Do we Americans want Europeans who are majority blue in the American political sense seeking refuge in the U.S.? I'm split about this and would like to hear both of y'all expound on that scenario. Disclaimer, I lived in a northern suburb until I was 10 and moved to a southern suburb. I don't see this as hypocritical as my parents already leaned red and moved to a blue state uh, or moved from a blue state to a red state. Anyway, enjoy the show. Always delicious food for the brain, says this 50-year-old geezer. Appreciate it. Um, I would say that we should take Europeans because we are of white European stock and we want communities to be, um, I'm not going to say ethnically homogenous, but, you know, communities that share values, uh, they do tend to 
to perform better well, historically. I guess, I guess the pushback is, do they actually share those values? That's the thing. So we'll have to create standards and shame people socially that are too far left. Hmm. Listen, Sven, yeah. you done ruined Sweden. Yeah, You're not you, going to do it here. But, but why? <laughs> no, so, we're not going to have any of that. And, I'll, and I will admit, I definitely have, I, I've mentioned before several times, I'm seeing more California plates driving around here. And every time I think, are you are you seeking refuge because you've literally been uh, forced out of a place that you that you tried your best to save, or are you one of those Jerry Brown voters that ruined it and now you're coming here yeah, to but, ruin but my place? Liberals aren't very good at um, at laying low about their ideologies, and they don't really want to live amongst a bunch of conservatives. Hmm. So communities that are conservative are going to be able to protect themselves to some degree, and as long as they keep liberals in the severe minority. I think that they'll be able to maintain control over their own over their own cities and over the, their own parts of the country. But like if they be, become legitimate refugees, um, I do think we probably should take them. I want an ideological test. I yeah. Want them, yeah, yeah, that's what I want. And it's it's not just for Europeans; it's for you damn Californians too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that test. does go for European. Yeah, the, I, I don't want a bunch of Californians moving to Idaho or Montana. That they already mean, are. Well, actually, they're mostly but it's going the to conservative Texas. Ones. No, well, I don't know. A lot of those, the lefty ones are moving to like Austin and Texas and stuff. Well, Austin's super liberal. Yeah, but they still, they like their state isn't screwed because they don't control, they don't have the state's purse strings, just Austin, you know? Uh, yeah, but I mean, as long as everybody has a gun, which they do. I mean, can you imagine being a leftist and like living in this liberal utopia for decades and then having to live amongst a bunch of conservatives? That social pressure to be conservative would probably change you. Yeah, maybe. And we, uh, at least if the theory we were describing earlier is they fear alien, is true. They fear alienation and ostracism, so they'll conform to the groupthink. Good. We solved the problem. Yeah. I think we just fixed mankind. Wow. Lastly, I got an email from Jeremy at uh, AAL Firearms, which is a place over in Phillipsburg, Montana. He was telling me about his uh, shooting range he's built there. He said it's not quite of Hickok 45 status on YouTube, but it's pretty good. And, uh, is that the and old I, dude? Yeah, the old man who shoots the gun and kind of la- shoots the guns and kind of laughs, and he's just fun to watch. Did he get the boot? No, no. He's, he's I've I've watched plenty of his videos. Like every firearm I've ever bought, I've pretty much watched him shoot it first and listened to what he had to say and listened to his chuckles. But um, I was I was emailing him back and and because he he was in, inviting me to to go to the range that he has there, and I said uh, it's 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 west of here. I thought maybe someday, maybe when you move to Coeur d'Alene, that would be a fun place to meet, like halfway or something. Is at this guy's uh, this guy's cool shooting range. But he has a story about uh, coming through Bozeman. So says Jeremy there, my partner and I drove through Bozeman today. We both carry uh, our sidearms openly, which is 100% legal in this state. That's not a problem. Uh, we parked at a dirt turnoff a few miles from Bozeman proper and have a snack uh, on the tailgate and stretch our legs. In less than 10 minutes, four Gallatin County Sheriff's deputies in two patrol cars approach our vehicles and give us a warm Bozeman welcome. No doubt as a result, um, I guess it would depend. Uh, you can't open carry in city limits. I might be wrong on that. Maybe maybe there was a legal problem there. But anyway, it says he he was at a rest stop or something. Anyway. Uh, we, no doubt as a, so the the cops show up and question him no doubt as a result of at least one person of quote two men with guns and quote called uh, called by numerous vehicles that passed by driven by california transplants all went well and the deputies bid us farewell so obviously he wasn't in violation of the law if he didn't get any kind of charge uh they, the deputies bid, bid us farewell after inspecting every square inch of the cab for anything suspicious in, in plain view so 
a little bit of um, search liberties taken there, but uh, mm-hmm. but no problems for Jeremy. It sounds like, but this is again. I don't like that. This is this is the same problem we were just speaking to. And he's speculating that it was California transplants, but um, but you know, I, I open carry in this state. It, I'm not going to call the cops on somebody open carrying. Of course not. Yeah, I'm sure that would happen in Seattle too, where you can open carry. By the way, really in Seattle proper? I think so. Yeah, that surprises me. Yikes. Is that it? Oh, we got super chat. Yep. Thank you, Jeremy. Appreciate it. Fucking Californians. I was born in California, so. Oh. It's not my fault. My parents did this to me. Um, J. Edgar says, Matt and I once made love on a flight to Seattle. It was really easy, but it was so expensive. Nick Allers. <laughs> Any thoughts on the Dinesh D'Souza pardon? Good. Uh, that's my thought on that. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a lot of thought. My understanding of it is that he was given basically a really raw deal for political purposes, which seems like the fact pattern supports that perspective. I don't know much more beyond that. Yeah. So, uh, so, but he, um, didn't, I, I guess I don't understand fully cause he already served his term and he? he's out of jail. So it just clears his criminal record. That's yeah. What I think about. he had a felony for that. Right. Okay. So it's just about clearing that criminal record, uh, based on my surface level understanding, I guess I don't have a problem. Um, it's political in nature, but then again, so the conviction and the jail time seems political in nature also. Yes, of course. Uh, Wandering says, Matt and I made love in a truck of peace. It was a bumpy ride because of all the people underneath. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Jeez. You know, I've loaded that sounder in too. Where's that? The Kip G's sounder? <laughs> Got to use that one more. Uh, Jay Parker says, great show. If you were considering private school for your future children, would you prefer a religious-based school or a secular school? Um, hmm. I would prefer a religious-based school. I would prefer secular, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't put a lot of thought into these things. Uh, I, and I, I, as I've said many times, like I, I can see the cultural and family value of religion. It's like when we, I think I mentioned it in our Patreon video, but, um, you know, talking to Ian Petty, for example, last week or the week before, it's like, what a terrible, awful thing for a family to go to. And yet they seem so stable and they seem at yeah. peace with something that just is just horrific. Christians uh, have been nice people. I know it's anecdotal, but like, yeah. I look at my experience in my life with like Muslims and with Christians and the Christians have always been just good, solid people. Yeah. Um, so. I'm going to go back to church. Uh, Nanya Stockson, how do you like eggs, Matt, boiled, fried, or blonde? <laughs> I was listening, speaking of eggs, I was listening to um, to, to Redfield Black, Candice on, um, on Joe Rogan's podcast, and she had that great line about blonde's disease. If you don't use, their, if you don't use your eggs, they scramble. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. Um, yeah. E is for educate, educate yourself. Forgot to say with normal homeschoolers, you probably don't find out they were homeschooled because we're painfully aware of the stigma. So we zip it. Ah, I see. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Dangerous spaces. Let's support pro responsibility. You have sex and fall pregnant. Have the damn baby. Curious how many pro choice people fight for easier adoptions. I know. Right. Hmm. And everybody's like, well, what about incest? And what about rape? It's like those account for like 0.5% of all unwanted pregnancies 99.5 percent are just unresponsible whores being whores um and most people i think most people i know probably myself i say unresponsible irresponsible (laughs) it is so late yeah let's just let's keep going before i talk in more in circles thank you for the thoughts i'm retarded um john martin love you matt but this super chat is all about blonde's laugh her amusing and colorful language and her incisive wit thank you very much john martin I I'm into it. Um, Michael Schlecht, sticking with the food question, what are y'all's favorite meals? I got to go with steak, mashed potatoes, and 
some broccoli. Ooh. Uh, I know, I know I already did the pizza thing last week, but pizza is kind of a meal itself. Like if there was one go-to bad food that I just keep returning to that, that would be it. Um, but there's something to be said, like that kind of meal that you're describing where it's like, uh, like a steak and potatoes or like a Thanksgiving meal or something like that has to be cooked by my mom. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. if your mom makes it, it's super good. I went to this place in Amsterdam called The Pantry, and they make these Dutch meatballs. Uh, it's called Hut Spot. It's like a carrot, mashed potato, onion mix, and then Dutch meal, Dutch meatballs with gravy and a yeah. pickle. And like my sister and I learned how to make it, and we're so good at it. And that's my favorite meal. Hmm. Uh, Jacob, my Miss America ending. We'll talk about this on Sunday. Uh, ending swimsuit contest, so the contestants won't be judged on looks. See, yeah. this is why we can't have nice things. I know, right? Um, Maria Jameson. Matt, history is written by the victors and principles don't draw blood. Change my mind. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, principles did pretty damn well in this country so far. But uh It was a big donation, if, so you're gonna have to go a little further than that. I'm not I'm well I invite I invite the disagreement, but but I think principles have won uh, a lot of prosperity. Um I'm with you, Maria. I mean, I've said it before. I'm a principled person, but like I it, when it comes to defeating the left and saving Western civilization, basically I will resort to any underhanded, dirty, filthy tactic. <laughs> well, you haven't doxed David Hogg yet. Uh, no, but we all know. Or not doxed, but swatted. Yeah. Haven't swatted him yet. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to be really good on Sunday. Yeah. By the way, we don't need like show. a conspiracy to commit terroristic act charge against us. <laughs> that, yeah. that That's one thing I don't need. Thomas B says, whose face is more punchable? Oh man. David Hogg or Brian Stelzer? It is Stelzer, right? I think it's Stelter. Oh, he spelled it right then. I, I keep saying Stelter. Yeah, Stelter. Stelter. Yeah. I honestly can't stomach either for more than 20 seconds. They both have really punchable faces, but I still have to go with David Hogg <laughs> because it's a it's I, a neck face combo with him. <laughs> it's too it's too thin. I have to disavow. You know, somebody described, I think it might have been Michael Schleck that described David Hogg as a, a cake pop. Yeah. Like he, he looks like a, a lollipop head or something. He does have a cake pot. Yeah. yeah. A cake pot head. Um, Chicago conservative, you can open carry on MSU campus. Is that Montana, Montana state? state? Uh, I was not aware of that, but I don't hang out on, on Montana state campus hardly ever. So, uh, so apparently that's true. Good to know what schools we can open carry. At. Yeah. A sixth thugger says the military doesn't have an oath to uphold the government. They have an oath to uphold the constitution. That is very true. Right. Yeah. Um, and at this point in time, I do believe that most military men are, are still conservative. So uh, we're good. Okay. Let's close it out there. Speaking of, uh, well, not speaking of, but playing a few uh, Freedom Tunes sounders. Uh, I've been in touch where Freedom Tunes wants to come back on the show. And so we said, sure. Uh, we're hoping to arrange a time to have another interview with him uh, later in the week. So hopefully Sunday, Freedom Tunes will be back. Uh, but, you know, you never know. It's always kind of a crapshoot these days. <laughs> And we'll talk about um, David Hogg getting swatted, and we'll talk about... I said, Maxine Waters had a hilarious campaign event that I want to play. Oh, Maxine really? Waters had a... Yeah, a, she was trying to reach out to the youth on Twitter, and it didn't go very well. And yeah. Keith Ellison might be leaving Congress, so the Democrats are making moves. Huh. See you then. Bye, guys.